and welcome to the new podcast agree to disagree and this is a a show basically where we go ahead and we get together we talk everything gaming and we kind of get uh get our opinions out there and kind of give our perspective on things that are happening in the industry and uh and our thoughts on some of the games that we actually get involved in and actually get the chance to play uh so how you how you doing mag talk to me i am doing good except for this fly that's flying around <laughs> during the show but hey this is called life that's the troubles of today yeah other yeah. than that i'm really happy and excited and humbled to be here i am a co-host by the way my name is mad gamer inc but i'm so proud of cloudy chip and this movement it's the first official show and it's a special treat because we got a still kind of an E3-ish news, a lot of conferences that happened throughout, the, throughout this week. And every single week, we're going to be bringing you that type of news. So make sure you stay tuned if you want the latest and greatest, as well as just conversate with us. And let's talk about what you love, what you don't love, what you feel is going on in the industry right now. And that's where we are just talking about our favorite games, talking about what we think needs work, what is working, and what... The future holds. So super excited. I love agree to disagree because it's about perspective. It's about everybody has a perspective. It's not a wrong or right answer to these things. It's just a conversation. And you're welcome here. Anybody that's listening, feel free to join. Right, perfect. So talk to me, man. How you how you been? What's new going on in your world right now? Well, I mean, there's a lot. I'm kind of actually detaching myself from all my projects. I've been disconnecting since October of last year, kind of stopping myself from overwhelming amounts of work and doing a bunch of stuff I love, but I know that I need to move forward in the future. So that's been my focus pretty much. Outside of minimizing, I've been also bringing back the old me in a lot of ways, uh, simple things, uh, lifestyle changes, Yep. Uh, mentality, just a whole different vibe and energy to who I used to be, bringing that back. The swagger is is on a trillion and things like that. You know, I'm young, I'm pretty, I hit hard. That's that's how we do it out here. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that sounds good, bro. As for me, um, I've actually got, uh, I don't know if you guys know, but I've actually been like trying to upgrade my sound system. So basically the mic that I'm having kind of upgrade some of the stuff that i'm doing to kind of up the quality a little bit and i ordered me a rocaster pro 2 if you guys uh watching me yesterday i talked a little bit about it but it's uh, a nice little piece of device that i hope makes my life easy right a little bit easier it gives me that nice quality sound that i'm actually looking for and then uh ended up grabbing me a sm7b um and other than that it's just been strictly working on the pod trying to get all the little stuff you know fixed because as you guys noticed the last pod that we ended up having towards the end of the pod it's a little bit of skipping stuff like that so some stuff were happening with the show um and i wanted to kind of address that and fix that going forward and i'm you know i'm glad that i'm i'm, I'm hoping that all that is all done and over with with some of the testing that i've done and some of the adjustments i have done um one of the things just to anybody who is looking to get into content creating and looking to get into podcasting one of the things that I've realized, and I had, like I said, I learned the hard way by going through the episode and learning it. But uh, it was the way my animations were happening on screen. It took up a lot of CPU power and it was causing stuff to lag. One of the ways to fix it was down um, saving my files as web um, web B files, web web M files. 
So saving them yeah. as WebM files caused it to run a little bit smoother. And that's just kind of me giving you that insight. So if anybody's having issues or wanting to make their streams um, a little bit more animated, but kind of keep a little bit more of a smoother experience um, without too much lag and stuff like that, definitely I would say save your files as WM files. So For sure. Just to uh, kind of pause you there for a second so everybody understands, we had a pilot last week. We were just testing stuff anyways, trying to yeah. see what needs to be done. Today's our first official episode. And we're going to continue doing these episodes. These will be on Spotify, iTunes, and so much more for you guys to listen to if you want while you're cleaning, working out, you know, cooking. I like to listen to stuff during those times where if I'm going for a walk after a meal, I like to go for a walk, take a nice walk and listen to a podcast, enjoy yourself, and you can listen to this on those platforms. But... You can also watch us live right now, which is what we are on twitch.tv slash cloudychiptv. That was not an advertisement. He did not pay me to say that. <laughs> but that's where you can go exclusively for his live version of the show. Then we upload it later to Spotify, iTunes, and so on. So look out for that every single week. Have some great content as far as uh, discussions go. We just update you on the news and then also debate on a couple of different topics which we'll do a little later uh going forward all right perfect all right so now to kind of bring everything into like gaming what are, what are some of the games you've been playing lately this week i know there's been a lot of ton of announcements but like what are one of the ones you've been like kind of getting into Man, of lately. I, I dived i dived deep into the last of us two i played it this morning actually at five in the morning oh, <laughs> for wow. a couple hours and, it's real man uh, it's real <laughs> I'm serious. But like once I seen that they announced a remake for part one with new gameplay mechanics, which are basically like part two. Part two's gameplay is the best. You can argue about the story all you want if you like the story or not. I don't care about that part, but the gameplay is the best they ever made in any of Naughty Dog games. So they're taking all that and putting it into the story of part one. Yeah, yeah. And it's so exciting for me because I complained about the gameplay in part one. Now, this game is going to be a masterpiece, in my opinion. Probably, I don't know, I haven't played it, but that was one game. I've been playing Gardens of the Galaxy. It's on PlayStation Plus, uh, the premium package. You can play that. I was jumping on uh, Death Stranding just to see the new director's cut content. There's a bunch of new things, some new missions, a bunch of really cool stuff added to that game as well. And this, I mean, the list is long on what I've been playing, but those two were my, most three were my main ones that I was playing this week so far, but there was a lot of demos uh, for the week and still next week, there'll be even more demos. So you want to check that out for a bunch of new games that are not out yet, that you can uh, play and see if you like and so on and so on. So give that a go. You can go to summer game fest. They're going to have like a bunch this week. I think Xbox as well is having a, uh, demo day where they're gonna let you play some dem- some games as well, and a bunch of companies did this, so it's really cool. It's a fun way to test games out, and it's kind of still in the E3 realm of things. But I like it better because now we got a full three month, three weeks of this instead of it being just three days of events for E3. We have full weeks of different things from different companies. And it just adds value for us, the players, to be able to be entertained and excited about what's new and what's out. Yeah, sounds great, man. And, my, and one of the games that I kind of got into uh, going into this uh, this week was uh, 
Ninja Turtles, man. <laughs> and I and I haven't yeah. had much time as of, as of lately to kind of get into uh to get into like gaming and stuff because like I said I've been having my hands full with a lot of stuff trying to get this project and stuff off the ground. But the little bit of right. time I've had to I've gotten a chance to play. I got it. I got my hands on that Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, and uh, oh, yeah. I'm actually uh, really excited about it, man. It brought a lot of nostalgia. I was talking. Oh, yeah. uh, me and Matt got together and we we kind of. Went through the whole game and we beat it. I think in like what three hours. So it was like, about two and a half. Hours. Two and a half, three hours. Um, so really, it was actually a really fun time. And oh, the yeah. great thing about the great thing about all that was that um, like it just it reminded me of um being a kid, right? Bring me back in time to when I was used oh, to play yeah. with my brother and me and my brother used to go back and forth all the time, and. And we had a like. It's just like it. Just I just remember this. Just not being able to get through the whole game because we it, it was really difficult. Nowadays we're yeah. spoiled as gamers, right? And one of the reasons why we're spoiled is because now there's like it's not like oh you continue and you lose a couple lives and then you start from the very beginning. Now you get these checkpoints, you get these mid game saves, and everybody yeah, can get yeah. through anything nowadays. But back then it was, that was not the case, right? Um, yeah, and, and that's why I'm like, ah, like oh, all these kids, these kids are spoiled, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say they're spoiled. The companies want to make, let me pause you. There was companies want to make, uh, user friendly games one, so they could sell more Two, They're trying to do accessibility today. I actually didn't get to test it, but I was on the last of us Two. the accessibility on that game. Like, if I was blind, I can still beat that whole game. You know, if you're deaf, you can still beat that game. There's so much accessibility, and it's powerful, it's amazing, and it's wonderful because there's a lot of great gamers who don't have maybe a hand and things like this, and they're able to actually provide those accessibilities. But I'll bring it back to the Ninja Turtles. With Ninja Turtles, there is a mode if you really want to go back, Cloudy. We could, by the way, we played this before the game release. I had a review copy. And we got to enjoy it uh, and finish it before the game release. I did a review on it. Go check that out. I'm going to plug myself right there. Go check out the <laughs> review. Tell me what you think uh, about my review, but also um, the game in general in the comments section. And basically, me and him got to play it early. And there's a mode we didn't get to really play, which was arcade. You don't have no continues. It's oh, game my God. Yeah, that's the, that's, the no rage, that's the rage quit, bro. That is that's the rage the quit. mode that you were just talking about, the retro days. You yeah, didn't yeah. have this babysitting type of friend, you know, user friendly type of activity. It was like, hey, if you don't make it, you don't make it. Sorry, try again. And you'll get to those later stages and you're almost done and you know you're almost finished. And then you end up getting game over because you lost all the lives. It's pretty, pretty intense. And th that game, yeah. just to kind of cut off you, Cloudy, and give my perspective on it. I am in love with that game. It's going to be one of my top favorite games. It's right there in the game of the year, top five game of the years for me. As far as so far right now, there's still a lot of games to come out, but it's right there in top five because it's perfect. It's not like exaggeratingly bad or, or uh, like, oh, that's all right. It's like, wow, this is really good. It's perfectly packed with the right amount of nostalgia, but also really fresh really new. I complain about retro games not having any innovation. This one did. Then also they got the Wu-Tang Clang in there with the soundtrack was fire. Yeah, I was yeah. excited playing the Cloudy Chip. It was a really good time. Um, I loved it. I actually was in bed and Cloudy said, let's play. I'm like, let's go. I got up out of bed <laughs> and played the whole thing real quick. 
But yeah, Claudia, what what else did you feel besides that one? Besides that one, right now, like uh, that, I'm really excited for, like really looking forward to. Right now, will have to be The Last of Us, um, Part One, and uh, and that has to do because I love The Last of Us Part One. I've actually beat it, I think, twice, and um, but I I want to get into it this time. Probably play it on hard mode. And uh, and just challenge myself a little bit and see if I rage quit. <laughs> but um, but and just try to challenge myself Bruh. a little bit as a gamer because I feel like a lot of times you know sometimes you just want to there's there's certain modes that us gamers get into right and one of them is you know you oh I just want to lean back and have a good time and decompress right so then you just want to kind of mindlessly just kind of play games right and sometimes if you play in a game that's very uh, competitive or very or it, or or like say on very hard mode sometimes it takes you out of that element of being oh it's just sitting back comfortable and just kind of relaxing and playing video games right um so it, it so you're not really in that mode at that point you're kind of like a competitive mode and it kind of takes you so you're not just like casually sitting back playing video games now you're kind of like you you're being challenged right to kind of step up so you can't even play leaning back you have to stay you have to sit up right um so as i said so there's different places and depends on like what it is that you're looking to get into sometimes like yeah. for me when i used to get into mindless gaming right let's just call it that um I, i'll throw on some call of duty and i'll be like all right i'm just gonna run and i'm not even playing warzone I'm like that, i'm not even up. playing i'm not playing battle royale because battle royale you have to think um but True. when you play well, i'm talking about like capture the flag you know i forget what it's called but it's like capture the capture the flag and like other points like domination um and like you know kills confirmed and like modes like that right so i just kind of like mindlessly just kind of go and just play and have a good time and that was it that's me just kind of relaxing kicking back right but when i get into certain games that i say say battle royales or getting into like you know any game that's competitive whether it's fighting games or whatever i have to sit up i have to be active and when i when when you do that you, you know you it brings another side of you out and it, it allows you to kind of sit back and be like ah, i gotta get I gotta get uh, I, I gotta sit up for this one, <laughs> and that and that's the thing. And then a lot of times when you want, if you want to get better at any game that you get that you're getting into, you have to kind of sit up. You have to give it that attention. If you're just gonna mindlessly play, then you can't expect for you to, you know, just kind of just go through the motions. You gotta make the efforts, right? And yeah, sure. being challenged, um, it's what drives that out of us. It's what brings that part out of us and allows us to become better at whatever game we're playing and become better gamers, right? So that's my goal going into the, the last one. So if you guys want to check that out, I will be streaming it. <laughs> oh, I, I, let's see I can how warn it, you right let's now. Let me see stop you for a second. I'm going to do guys, it. Guys, this morning at 5 in the morning when I woke up, I don't know what was wrong with me. I only beat <laughs> the game once. And I went and I put it on New Game Plus, Grounded Plus. Not Grounded, Grounded Plus. The game has no mercy. It's like, oh my gosh, like this is hard. Like, I didn't even think it was that hard, and it's really hard. I love it because it was a challenge, and I was only in the intro. I only played the first three or four hours, whatever it was. And I was like, whoa, this is going to get crazy later because I'm trying not to use yeah. no weapons, no bullets, or anything at the start. That way, I can save it for boss fights and things like that. But it's very difficult because there's tough situations that mm -hmm. you can't get out of until you eliminate enemies. Yeah. So and it's it's amazing. It's an amazing game. I gotta give her props. Yeah. And uh yeah. And there Ninja is a Turtles, we're Shredder's Revenge, go get that because that is 
top tier game right now for this weekend and for the foreseeable future. And then Last of Us, of course, and just I, so good. And, and how and how much is uh, I forget how much it costs. I think you said what twenty dollars right now on the market. If anybody was looking to get into it, the Shredder's Revenge, you can get it now. Oh, yeah, twenty less than thirty bucks, and less than thirty bucks everywhere. And I'm sure they have somewhere where it's like discounts and things like that that you can get it for pretty cheap. So go do that. You know, really, really great stuff. Shredder's Revenge is fun. Um, you know, honestly, I'm not a retro guy. I tell Cloudy Chip that all the time. I'm, I'm more <laughs> of an innovative, brand new games. But when they do something like this that's special, I'm like, wow, okay, props. You got me. You got me. You got me hooked. So that's what they did. And I give them the credit. And I actually said it in my review. And I tweeted about Game of the Year candidate. I don't know if it's going to pass Horizon. But it's in there, at least in the conversation of like, yo, this game was well put together. It's fun. It's so much fun. Yeah, so here you go. This is a, a basically a link from Best Buy. Um, not endorsing, but you know, thirty four ninety nine is what we're looking at, and definitely worth the money, man. Like now, games, games are you know the games are becoming more and more expensive. We're looking at what seventy dollars now for a typical game, but the amount yep. of the amount of replayability this game got, the amount of fun, the about the, the amount, like basically you can kind of get together with friends and family, and you can play online up to six players, right? Um, it re yep. it gives you a lot of replayability, and there is some challenge to it. Um, yeah. And like I said, uh, it's it's worth a pickup. So if you guys get a chance to kind of get your hands on that, go ahead and uh, go grab grab you some Ninja Turtles, bro. Go back in Speaking time. That, go back in time. In the future, we'll love to get some sponsors <laughs> to be able to do a real advertisement just like that. Even though that wasn't a paid advertisement. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's uh, it's it's definitely worth a pickup. And um, another one is the, the a game that it, I, I would say my, one of my biggest disappointments that I was actually looking forward to um, was, uh, forget the name, it was Midnight Suns, Marvel's Midnight Suns. Um, yes. that had like, uh, it has like, you know, Wolverine and it has like all these, you know, X-Men characters and things like that. I was really looking forward to it. And then, uh, and then, I, and then what happened was I saw what kind of game it was. And uh, mm. and when I saw that it was kind of like a card-based game, it threw me off completely turn because it's yeah, a turn-based, like card-based game, and I was not expecting that. And when I saw the gameplay, it kind of turned me off, and I was it was going to be a pickup for me, and I don't kind of think that will be the case though. So unless there's something else that I'm missing as for what I saw, and I and that this is not to do to say anything about turn-based games or you know games in that nature it's just not my cup of tea right so i have to be That's honest with myself let's time this out i want to time you out right there because i was the same way as you and then one day i've been on a journey since 2015 playing any and every game that i know i wouldn't play that i don't think is interesting and all that i would say hey let me just try it for two hours i played a game called XCOM, and i challenged myself to really get through the levels and really play it is actually very challenging and there's a lot of strategic you know mind over matter to the game and you got to be really skilled and every decision matters where you place the soldier behind cover if you attack or defend what type of things you're setting up where your roster is is like Man. a couple different players and it becomes this really well it's like a chess game but in a video game and it's so special. And that's what this game is going to be offering. 
to the table. So I would ask you, Cloudy, because I'm not defending or denying the game. I'm interested in the game only because I played XCOM and I want you to play XCOM. I think I played XCOM 2 and it made me a fan and say, wow, turn-based games. I've never played these. I don't ever want to, but I'm loving this one and I'm interested if there's better ones than this. Yeah. And I ended up playing against a player who was so good. He did PvP against him and he was so good. It got me mad. I'm like, I got to keep playing him. And I revenge him. <laughs> I try to revenge him. And I get better each time. He was just too good. He did things that I didn't think about. And I learned from the mistakes. And I'm like, damn, like this cat really plays this a lot. And I learned all his little tricks. And I'm like, dude, I got to copy this. And I started following his lead when I played against other people and beating them. And I thought it was cool because it's like, oh, they got PvP. They got yeah, PvE. Yeah. And it was cool. And this game is going to be the same. It's going to have that type of energy. Now, yes, this is a big problem with a lot of games is they'll put out a cinematics. And they won't tell you about what the game is. And you yeah. assume it's an open world. Yeah, yeah. It's like a and first I guess it's it, 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 cinematically, like just looking at this, like what it offers, like amazing. the character. Yeah, I love it. Character roster is amazing. Blades in there. Like I started, I watched like one or two of his movies when they had it on Netflix recently. And it was, uh, I was like, wow, I haven't watched this in so long. It was like so good to see uh, Wesley Snipes back in action, right? Young version, right? But it was, uh, it was actually. You know, it was really good. And then when I saw this and I saw he was in it, I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. But now I see this card-based type of game. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. I have to... It's not a card-based. It's a turn-based. Turn-based. Turn-based type, type, type of game. So I have to kind of... Yeah. I got to see how I feel um, and where I'm at with it. As of now, I'm not sure. Um, my, my whole process on how I felt about this game uh, kind of... It, it 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 got diminished, man. It got. Diminished. <laughs> oh, I don't blame man. you because I was the same way with all these type of games. But if you play XComs for a little while, you'll see that hey, you know what? This could be fun. You yeah. Know? Especially if you love these characters and you're into it, you're gonna you're gonna enjoy it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, I definitely. Like I said, I have to go ahead and see how I feel. I'll, I'll wait for more. Wait for a little bit later, kind of see what else they announce. And kind of see like more insight as to how the game is played, and maybe depending on how I feel, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll probably give it a pickup. But we'll see. Play XCOM Two. They're the same company who made that game is making this one. It's different. Yeah, yeah. But it's has the same type of gameplay a little bit. Just try it. Try it. Everybody, tell them. Yeah, agree yeah. to disagree. <laughs> what are we doing? That's the first argument of the yeah, day. And like I said, you agree and I for him to play it or disagree. I agree. And like, that and he like I said, but let me know. Let me know what, how you guys feel. Like, am I alone? Am I alone in this, or are you guys with me? I feel the same way. <laughs> do you guys? Do you guys no, kind of feel, feel the, same, the way. same way? I do feel the same way, but I'm going to give it a chance. Is the difference? Yeah. I want to play it and see what it feels like and then go from there. And then yeah. if I get into it, I'll be like, oh, this is amazing. I'm so happy, you know? Yeah, it's like yeah. you put a plate in front of me. I never ate that food. I've never been interested in it, but I have it. I might as well try it. Yeah. And I think... Uh, That's where I'm at with that game. Yeah. So that, like, and it's crazy because I just, I just remember, I was like, what was my biggest disappointment? I was, it started to dawn on me and I was like, ah, it was this one. And I remember watch, I'm being excited for this trailer and saying, oh my God, I got to see, I got to see what this game got to offer. Right. And I was so excited for it. And then 
now I was I, after I saw the trailer and I saw that what it really how the gameplay was really made. I was like, oh my god, no! I was so sad. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, you gotta be kidding me! No, they ruined it. Is what I was thinking in my head. They ruined it. Now I'm not. I'm not even gonna be able to play this game. I wouldn't say they um, ruined it, but but that's it's not but, what you expect. But, but I, yeah, exactly. So it threw me off completely, and I'm like, oh my god. But like I said, you know, let me out. Maybe I'll be keeping open mind just because the character cast that they have is so amazing. I love the characters that they chose to put in this, and that's and my thing is is like maybe that drives me in. Maybe I'll be a new consumer. Who knows? But uh, maybe I'll give it a shot. I just gotta I gotta see more. And I don't I don't know enough yet, right? And I have to see more. Um, yeah. and once I get a little bit more educated on it and kind of see a little bit more. I'll, I'll see how I film and stay tuned. So if I end up, I'll announce it on Twitter that I'm going to go ahead and be playing this game and you guys can hold me accountable. <laughs> Let me, and you guys can see my live reaction. Give it a shot. And I'm really saying feel, just give it but, a shot. Uh, but yeah, so that's, you know, I, I'm, I'm okay with trying new things. So we'll, we'll see. All right. So next, next up is right now, um, this week, Capcom and Capcom, oh man, I, I gotta talk fire. about I gotta talk about Capcom, man, because for a company that I, I, I almost, know what you gonna talk for about a, for a company, well, no, what so about let, me? Let me give some praise, right? Because for a what company you, what that are you gonna talk about, so for a company that that was about to get bought out at one point, they were already they were about to go bankrupt at one point, right? There was a time a couple years back where they were kind of going through some financial issues, and it was been stated, it's been talked about, right? um yeah. years ago now for them to be able to say you know we're not selling we're keeping our ips and we're gonna make it work right and for them to come out with street fighter 5 and people that down that game at the beginning because it wasn't launched to its fullest capacity you look at the game now so amazing the support that that game has had over the years great it's amazing right ubisoft's kind of been doing the same thing with rainbow six right it came off very just bare bones and now you look at it as a full game that has so much to offer and not only that but has such a great community it's built such a great community over time because of the support that it's had um same thing like i said with street fighter so with all that being said you can yeah. see them coming out with devil may cry kind of putting together some new releases um putting together this whole package with resident evil kind of re redoing resident evil and kind of bringing that to right now this big announcements is resident Bro, evil has they, they disrespect let me stop you there for that specific topic for one sec, I just want to say that they're disrespecting the horror community. There's a lot of other great horror series, but they just keep on piling the games on top of each other and saying, we're the best, we're the best, we're the best. Non-stop. It's crazy. I'm going to talk about it in a second, but... Yes, yeah, props and, to uh, and the thing is, and the thing is, too, what makes this even so much amazing, never mind that they're remaking a lot of this Resident Evil stuff, right? Because Resident Evil is such a great franchise. That has so much to offer when it comes to horror. It's never just mind just horror because it started shifting a little bit at one point to like more action packed and 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 so giving you both horror and action and mystery and puzzle solving and a little bit of everything. So you get a little bit of everything with Resident Evil. Um and there it's such a great series, right? But with VR, VR2 coming out and VR being such a big thing for the future. Because it's a horror game, because they're able to play, you know, give you perspective in first person, so not just third person. It kind of has some, you know, Resident Evil Seven was all first person, and kind of give you that mm -hmm. Silent Hill vibe, but not really. It was Resident Evil. It, it does such a, it's, it's so amazing what they've been able to do with that franchise and being able to bring this to VR. 
brings horror to to its realest form, right? Because you can like when if I don't know if you guys ever got a chance to kind of get your hands on VR and actually experience it, but me, I'm, I'm like even without VR, I'm already like shaking up, right? Because I for me and horror is don't we don't mix, bro? Because I I get yeah. I, I get jumpy real quick, and my thing is is I I don't like that feeling that little that crawly weird feeling on, on my back right so <laughs> i hate that so to be able to, to to be able to play this in vr is even worse because it's even more scary it's even more crazy right so i think uh i think it coming to vr is going to bring a, a it's going to bring a new demographic because you get people like my wife for instance right my wife doesn't really play video games she's not she's never really been big into video games i tried putting her to play forget what game it was um, heavy rain heavy rain no heavy rain yeah at one point it's an easy game right but she's just gonna do it it's just what i looked and she fell asleep <laughs> yeah but she could bake you a good cake she could make exactly. some amazing food exactly so it's not, not for everybody like a pro but i tell you this right she was really into the vr and we we got her i got her to play some games on the vr and she loved it she's actually like oh when you gonna get when you're gonna get a, uh, the, the vr and she wants me to get one i told her i'm gonna hold off because i want to wait for the the second one to come out and then i go and i grab it and we can enjoy that but i have a feeling right. and she loves horror too so you know a, a little bit so when i get her into when we when i get the vr2 i will be playing down on the stream and I'll, maybe i'll talk to my wife see if she wants to get on camera but we'll go ahead and if she's willing to get on camera we'll go ahead and we'll record that and i will be streaming that and it'll be uh it'll be a yeah. good time and i just to see the jumpiness and how people react to this i'm gonna get my wife too my imaginary wife because i would because what i would love to do and this is and this is a side note what i would love to do is be able to take like a game like resident evil that's really creepy and scary scariest game that Hell we can yeah. find on vr and get a bunch of people trying it so i get my brother my wife a bunch of people that are willing to try it and what and you guys well, out the game there, is not, not that so, game you so that's because what I want to do is any, crazy. So my so my thing is that and anybody out there too that are is looking to get a VR and is looking to um um kind of play this game and put it on camera. If you guys are willing to go ahead and send me some clips, I'll go ahead and I would I would love to put a trailer together of every all these crazy scary <laughs> jumping moments uh happening with this vr and these scary moments in these horror games i would love to put that together so if you guys are out there and you guys are brave enough to put yourself on camera when when vr2 comes out and put yourself and, and, and be able to send me your reactions to some of these scary horror games like resident evil or anything else you guys feel will get you that jumpy feeling go ahead and send it to me i would definitely love to put together some type of trailer of some jumpiness happening because it's just crazy and it does feel real it it feels real so as my thing is is that it's going to be interesting and i'm excited very excited about it and i'm very excited what capcom yeah. has done over the years proud of them and uh and let I'm, me talk about them real quick for you i'm excited so everything that they revealed first of all the monster hunter is a big game a lot of people love that series they announced that they have uh, a whole new thing for monster hunter it's yeah. an expansion called sunbreak that's a big one and then they have um What's it called? Dragon's Dogma. I have no idea what that's about, but we'll see. The yeah. Resident Evil vill Village is getting a new story DLC. Plus, it's coming to like what you just said, the PSVR 2 also. So you're getting two for the price of one, and you're going to probably be able to play the whole game in, in uh, 
in the VR. So that's crazy. On top of that, they showcase Resident Evil 4 Remake. When I say remake, it's not like just a quick remaster where they put paint on it. They redid the whole thing to modern graphics, modern gameplay, and it looks incredible. That game is going to be tight. On top of that, they gave everybody next-gen updates for Resident Evil Biohazard, uh, Resident Evil 2, and Resident Evil 3, basically 4K versions of these games that you'll be able to play on the PlayStation 5 and so on. So that was their showcase. They did a really good job to, to bring it out. And I think, you know, they're impressive, to say the least, with what they've been able to do. And on top of that, you have uh, your favorite. Uh, what do you think about Street Fighter? If we're going to talk about it for a second from Capcom. Me? Street Fighter right now was, I, like, I, like I mentioned last part, is uh, one of my, the biggest announcements, announcements that they have had over, the, over this, this whole, as actually every reveal that's happened so far. It's probably mm-hmm. my most my my hypest moment and my greatest moment because I it was about time and I know that they were supporting Street Fighter Five for some time and I know it was going to be ending around this time because they the mm-hmm. amount of time they said it would be supporting it so I was kind of expecting something and but it to be fresh and new like what they're putting out it's exciting and I'm actually looking forward to actually looking forward to it so that's like I said will be. Um, my most anticipated game thus far would be Street Fighter, Street Fighter 6. By the way, guys, you're watching Agree to Disagree. Uh, in a couple minutes, we're going to go into the Agree to Disagree segment of the game. We're asking questions and having a debate about if we agree or disagree on them. And they're the big topics of the week. We try to uh, focus on that. You can share that on social media through any platform that we have whether it's Cloudy Chip TV or Mad Gamer INC, ask us questions and put in your input and thoughts. And when the week comes, we'll end up bringing you on the show with, with your question. Let's just say if it's if relevant to the current week and it's relevant to gaming, we will present it. So get ready to rock out with us. And we're just getting started. We kind of just casually started off talking about random games and random yeah. things. Um Capcom's show was on the 13th of this week. That's why it's a part of the show. Uh, they did that on Monday, and they showcased all of that stuff. It was exciting, and I was actually impressed yeah. by them. Yeah, and what is most impressive, and if you, you know, I'm, like I'm showing right now on screen, Dumb Revealing Guile, they revealed a good amount of the cast already. Uh, if you guys have, did not know that, go check it out. Um, on, you know, Google it. It's, it's everywhere. But, uh, you know... Whoa. Being able to have the amount of cast that they're revealing, um, this game, it's like, uh, I feel like it's well on its way to probably be released. But if I had to put a date on it, I will say sometime mid, early next year. I will say sometime around May, April, May of next year, this game will be released. And that's my thought. I don't know when it, when the release date is. It says coming 2023, but the way that it looks, it looks like it's well on its way to be revealed. I mean, released soon. Because of everything they've shown so far, um, kind of where they're at with the with the process, it seems like they're kind of almost we're kind of at that polishing, just kind of polishing things up a bit stage. And and I have a feeling that they might end up having something ready for us by May. If I had to put a put a guess, if I had to put a guess out there, I don't believe this game will be coming out in the holiday season because it is a fighting game. 
um typically fighting games for what i've noticed over the years they typically will come out sometime early in the year so like first quarter second quarter they try not to compete with anything big titles coming out in the holiday season because of the fighting game community right um fighting games are you know they're they're not gonna they you know they won't compete with like a call of duty or like any other big hitters that will be coming in out in the holiday season so they try to stay away from that market i believe um for what i've noticed and so i can kind of i had to put my money on it i will say sometime before the summer before summer of next year mark my words and this is me going ahead giving y'all guys my insight of how i feel where oh, we when man. we're going to be getting it and that uh, and hold on man this guy turning into an insider so I, like me now he got no time out but this is me giving my oh. as, this is me giving my thought because prediction. my prediction, prediction that's my prediction on it because of what i've how i've been like watching some of this stuff and like Studying how and and yeah every time like every time like mortal kombat comes out or some some big like street Fighter came out last time every time it came out it's always been around it's never really been in holiday season it's always been sometime in the middle and like the beginning of the year so i can kind of see that happening um yeah. so that's kind of that's kind of where i'm at so mark my words i'm gonna tweet that i'm putting mark it out right. <laughs> tweet it right now <laughs> but you i tweet it. <laughs> but i had but if i had to guess that's what that's my prediction you know let me know what you guys think and watch your prediction out there so that's kind of where i'm at yeah feel free to hit us up on social media you know i'm very active i tend to engage on on different platforms that i'm on and have these conversations every day i actually lost a friend this way i know i lost a friend because we had a big debate which we're going to talk about later and i wish he's watching and he gets into the comments and talks because I'm sure I, I upset him very bad. You could tell when someone's upset when they're saying things to try to dish you and it doesn't make sense. And it's just like a, a rebuttal. Well, you know what? Your feet smell. And you're like, what are you doing? Like, all right, what's that got to do with the game? Like, <laughs> and so oh, he kind of came man. at me and I felt bad because it was like, I was just on Twitter being a Twitter, you know, like just one of those, how would I say? I like to poke conversations and, and continue checking them out. And sometimes it feels like I'm trolling somebody, but really I just want to keep on discussing it. And uh, he got upset because I kept on posting data and actual evidence and information. And I said, look, man, my opinion has nothing to do with what I'm saying. Look at the stats, look at the grid, look at the info. And yeah, yeah. he just ranted on me and went off. So I want to apologize to him publicly. But the reason I'm saying this is because there's a lot of diverse opinions and and there's nothing wrong with anybody's opinion you can eat an orange an apple a grape you can you can even eat sand that's your prerogative i mean i don't recommend it but whatever you feel is what you feel i'm not judging you <clears throat> and i'm just telling you what i like or what you like and then we can talk about data stats information on numbers and things like that and don't ever get offended by it it's just a combo and nobody you know is here to on court, there's no case. It's not a test. It's not what he's about, right or wrong. That's what I love about this name of the show and the theme that me and Cloudy came together with was agree to disagree because that's just a, an example of like, hey, we're not always going to agree. Me and him are like brothers, but I'm not going to agree with everything he says. And last week was an example. And today will be another example. I promise from the topics we have at hand, I can guarantee, guarantee, 
<laughs> yeah, we both have the really good, like, different perspectives a lot of the time. So sometimes we be thinking alike, and sometimes it's like, no, bro, no, it's, it's, you're wrong. And it's like, so that's why we, we have really good insight and good perspective, and we try to keep an open mind when it comes to a lot of things. And that's one of the biggest reasons why we kind of came up with something like this, a show where we could kind of talk, have conversations, bring you guys, get you guys involved in some of the things that we be talking about privately and kind of bring this to you guys so that we can actually have a nice conversation. So another thing... Yeah, I'll just point that out, justify myself. I have a strong opinion, right? If I like apples, I like apples. And I'm going to tell you why apples are good. They're nutritious. They give you different uh, vitamins, minerals, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. As, and I'll give my case. And if you're saying you want Starburst, I'm not going to argue with you, but I'll say that's not as healthy as an apple. And that's a fact. So then all of a sudden, my opinion that I like apples might confuse you with the fact that it's healthier. And now we're arguing, but I'm trying to make a fact point about the reasons why I like something also. Yeah. So then people tend to take my opinions as the factor of the fact part that I threw out, and it's not. So that's where agree to disagree is going to get spicy because I tend to give my opinion and then throw a couple facts in there. And then people think like, oh, he thinks everything he says is fact. No, I don't. Only the pieces of actual data, information, studies, or whatever are the fact side. And then my opinion, oranges, apples, grapes, whatever I like is what I like. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into it today. Yep. So the so uh, so the next thing on the list is basically Assassin's Creed. Let's talk about this because I got a lot to say about this. So Assassin's Creed uh, hit 15 year anniversary. You know, so let's give yeah. you a congratulate them on the long, long stretch. 15 years is a very long time to kind of be in the industry and releasing a, a game every year. I think they were releasing at one point every year, every two years. Um, and they, you know, they released so many great titles at one point i felt like some some of the community was, was feeling like it was becoming watered down um some of the side missions were becoming uh, very uh let's say very repetitive and as they it was like ah, i'm just wasting my time but then as they you know they, they took a, some they took some time they took a break they came back and they stronger than ever they rechanged some of the gameplay so they announced a lot of great things. One of the biggest things is that a new DLC mode, I believe, and an online mode for Valhalla. And if you guys haven't had a chance to go ahead and check that out, I will say go ahead and get your hands on that because it's a very good playthrough. And if you guys are not a, a fans of the uh, or have not gotten a chance to try out and be a part of the series of what is Assassin's Creed, I will say go ahead and give it a shot because you would not be disappointed. It was it's definitely and a great series to kind of get into one of my favorite ones is uh, assassin's creed 2 was my favorite um when it came to uh assassin's creed and that was one of my favorite ones so and that's me kind of giving y'all my insight if any of you guys are fans of the series let me know in, in the comments uh tweet me at cloudy chip tv let me know what y'all uh favorite one out of the series to kind of celebrate their 15 year anniversary. Let me know what was your favorite Assassin's Creed game um, over this stretch of 15 years, right? Um, would love to hear your opinions on that. So talk to me, man. How do you feel? I, I still got some more to say. Oh man, I got so much man. more to say. Uh, well, Assassin's Creed 15 year anniversary, they're having consistent events for 12 weeks. So you're getting nonstop content from them consistently. The, the one that Cloudy Chip was talking about is one I'm excited about. I actually love the online PvP on Assassin's Creed because it's very unique and it's very different. You'll sit there and play one mode, 
where it's a, a populated area of a bunch of AI conversating, digging a hole, gardening, doing a bunch of different things. And then you can disguise yourself as one of them and also be there gardening and also playing a role. And then you have like a, a group of 12 players on a free-for-all battle to kill each other or teams trying to kill each other, but they're disguising themselves as other civil uh, uh, civilians, yeah, yeah. and then you take each other out. So that was one of the modes I liked back in the day. There was a bunch of assassin modes in the games of Assassin's Creed, one of my favorite series. And the new mode is very interesting. We're not going to dive too deep into it. We'll let you check it out. It's a roguelike-inspired game mode. That is crazy to me. A roguelike-inspired game mode, I repeat, for Assassin's Creed, that's dope because it's something different and something new, and I'm very excited. It's also free, right? So we'll see what that feels like and plays like. Personally, I'm going to test it out. I don't have a favorite with Assassin's Creed. The thing was, games like Assassin's Creed Unity was one of the lowest at the start because it had a lot of bugs. But once it got fixed, it's one of my favorites for the puzzles and the side missions that it had. And then yeah. you go back to what Cloudy Chip was talking about. The first three gave you the story of the modern day future and what was going on with Mr. D. We're just going to call him that. I want to spoil that on the story. And it was such a powerful story that regardless of the amazing ancient times that was fun and the best part of Assassin's Creed, the modern story for that was incredible as well. And I, want, I was playing just to get to the modern future and fast forward, you know, like being able to yeah. like understand what's <clears throat> happening in that story. It was so powerful and special. The way they ended that whole segment was incredible. The yeah, series yeah. is incredible. And I, I'm interested to see what they'll do for this 12 weeks. That's a lot of weeks. That's, uh, what, four months, basically. The rest of the year, you're going to get content from them and some type of thing. They have contests going on right now. Yeah, so yeah. much more. Assassin's Creed don't get the credit that they deserve. They made open world games a thing. Not that they created open world games, but they mastered it and they populated it a certain way where everybody else is like, these guys are doing it right. We're going to have to try to take everything that they do. And that's where you see games like GTA and all these open world games start to populate their world and make it very busy, make it entertaining, make it interesting, make it believable. Yeah. And it was because, in my opinion, of the amazing Assassin's Creed series that basically took it to the next level. Regardless of what Cloudy was talking about, yeah, yeah. People say it's bland. A lot of times the internet and people don't play the game, but they have an opinion for the game. And yeah, they'll yeah. go and review bomb games that they never played before. You know, a game uh, goes online and less than an hour, people are, uh, you know, a million people are saying the game sucks. They haven't even played it. It just came out an hour ago and yeah, you go yeah. and look online. And these are the type of things that happen with Assassin's Creed, unfortunately. And it's all to do with, you know, the internet being the internet. But the series, I've played every Assassin's Creed till this day. I've played every single one and I enjoyed most of them, okay? Most yeah. of them. And there's always something inside of them that's great. Not everything, you know, but there's plenty in there. Some things is repetitive. Some things is like, ah, I got to... But it, it does it does have a lot to offer. I feel like they gotten a lot better with doing side missions and kind of giving you diversity, like like different things happening in the world, as opposed to feeling like you're kind of running through mindlessly and kind of re repeating things over and over. Um, I feel like they're doing a better job with that. So kudos to that. Um, so talk to me. What was your favorite Assassin's Creed? I need to hear this, bro. You said you played every single one. You're you know you're a fan of the series. 
You gotta give me one. I gave mine. This is the, and that was just my. I, I think I almost platinum. I think I did platinum. I almost platinumed it. Um, but yeah, no, I was on the way to kind of get that thing platinumed. So honestly, it's a, it's a blur of games that it's so difficult to pinpoint one for me because they all were very special in their own ways and they had unique thing. And that's what's hard to trigger one. But one important part, and I don't remember which one this was, maybe three or four. Um, when Damien's finale happened, his actual finale, where he had to make a world-changing decision. Very powerful moment in the, in the series. I don't want to spoil anything else besides that. Um, it was such a powerful part because, like yeah, I said, yeah. the modern-day future of the actual assassins and the way people don't understand the spoiler, but if I'm going to a bloodline of an assassin, they can put me on a machine to send me back kind of virtually into that time and play as a character. And that's what you do throughout Assassin's Creed. And at the end of the modern day future, not the ancient times, there was something very special that happens. And that was one of the best moments because it was like closure for the series. The series continued after that. It's probably been like seven other games, five other yeah, games yeah. after that. But those those moments were so special to me because I went through all the journey, one, two, three, to get there. And then experience that was like, wow. And it was a great climax and a crazy way to make you decide what to yeah. do and how to go in life. It was a, a really deeper thing. So that's the one. I don't know which one that was. I forget. But that was special to me. Okay. So, um, and, and, and I'm probably going to upset some people now with uh, my take on something. So, basically, when Assassin's Creed came out, right, uh, I felt like it killed off a special series to me. And I felt like it's, and it needs to be talked about. Prince of Persia, man. And, and, <laughs> uh, and I felt like it killed off Prince of Persia. They took a lot of great things from it. But I felt like uh, Prince of Persia was still his own, his own animal. And I felt like ever since the Assassin's Creed game came out and it kind of did away with uh prince of persia which is sad because prince of persia to me could have been what god of war is today right and i felt like the series were kind of hand in hand they both had different styles but you know for it assassin's creed to come and kind of take that and kill it as a series because Assassin's Creed, of course is open world i felt like prince of persia had more of a linear story mode which can be, you know, look at what God of War has done, can create such an amazing story such as God of War and can and build something amazing in the Prince of Persia branch and build a franchise surrounding Prince of Persia and, and create something great. And I felt like they just let that die. And I was really disappointed. Um, it's one of my biggest disappointments when it comes to a game that, you know, has not been around for some time. And I feel like it's Prince of Persia's fault. I feel like it's a, I, 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 sorry. I feel like it's Assassin's Creed's fault that Prince of Persia is not around anymore. So, uh, yeah, that's my take no, on quick, it. Yeah, guys are gonna hate me for it, but hey, bro. No, I'm not. It is gonna, what I'm it is, and I'm sad about disagree. it. I'm gonna agree to disagree, and I'm gonna hit the button. We need a button. When I say agree to disagree, you gotta press the button. It's gonna show up an animation. It's gonna be like an alert, and then we can take over from there because that's what I'm about to do. First and foremost, Prince of Persia is an amazing series. I love it too. The thing is, Prince of Persia is nothing like Assassin's Creed and it's nothing like God of War. It was a parkour puzzle game is what you want to call it. There was action, there was slicing and dicing and all that good stuff. But 
the the core of Prince of Persia specifically was the parkour and the puzzles in the game. Mm-hmm. Now, God of War and Assassin's Creed has puzzles, but it does not have parkour the way uh, Prince of Persia did. Prince of Persia was a very difficult game for many. That's why it died down. It wasn't because of Assassin's Creed, because it was a different type of game. Now, yes, Assassin's Creed popularity definitely took away from it, but it was a different game. It felt very different. It played different. It was very unique in its own format. And yeah. I think, you know, they're going to remake it, um, one of the games, which is yeah. really cool. But yeah, Sand- Sands of Time is getting remade. Um, it was announced last year by PlayStation. Um, not sure when the release date is, uh, it is for the remake. Delayed. But uh, as of now, until the end of the year, basically. yeah. So January, look at this. Available January twenty one. So it has. It's not even. It's not even out right now. So it has it's been. Uh, it has been delayed. It has. No, been they delayed. delayed it after that too. It's not coming out in January. <laughs> no, I know, I know. It's, it it still hasn't even been announced yet. It, it, it's been announced, but it hasn't even came out yet. But as like I said, my biggest thing is my biggest disappointment was the uh, the, the the death of Prince of Persia. Sad, bro. Sad, <laughs> but it's 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 that game. I felt like I felt like that game could have done it. it could have done so much um, when it came to uh, what it was able to offer as far as story. There was so much story that could have been made from from that, and so much creativity could have been made with the way you was able to freeze time and and create certain movements. It was it's, it's it's so great. And I think I, last time I played it was on the PlayStation Three, long time ago. It's been been some time. But that's the last time I played it, and I still always remember how well that game was to me, and how much I loved it. So, um, sad, but, you know, of course, life moves on. I would love for them to make a new addition to the series, but, of course, games are becoming more and more expensive. So, you know, I'm hoping that this remake that they launch does so well that it would entice the company to sit here and create um, an actual, actual series. Um, and revive the series like they did with God of War. God of War, the new one, revived the whole series as a whole. To and, and it created endless possibilities right now. So much that can be yeah. can be done with God of War. And that's another thing. That's probably one of my most anticipated games for next year. It's gonna be announced next week. The release I know, date. I, I know. Trust me. And it's, it's coming out and this I, year, and November second. And I'm excited. I'm so wait, addicted to wait, the wait. gameplay. Gameplay is so much fun. So. Wait, did I say November 2nd? I think that's November 12th. Let me double check. Next year? God of War will be releasing... Oh, man. In November. <laughs> that's all I got for you right now. I'm guessing the start of November, which would be like the 3rd or the 4th. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. But my thing is, is that... No, because my thing is last... Think about when the last God of War came out. I think it was in April. Yeah, it was in April. So, my birthday. Yeah, it was my birthday. So, so my so my thing is is that if it came out in April, I feel like it depends. It depends what PlayStation is really trying to do. If the game's already somewhat done, it's already polished, and they kind of have this another big title that they're gonna want to launch for the holiday season, I can see them kind of doing something to kind of you know because if you notice they they launched Ratchet and Clank also. They didn't launch it in the holidays. They launched it in February, I think it was. Um, yep. so, you know, all these games, Horizon Zero Dawn, February, you know, I, these are all big first party titles and I don't see them putting that in holiday season. They don't, I don't think they're going to want to, I, cause I feel like as time goes on, the, the, the gaming market is they, they don't want to just 
pile everything in the holidays because it's so much competition and there's so much going on that you know to there's get no competition for god of war there isn't no i know i know that but what i'm saying is that to get the most out of the market the gaming market i felt like taking them out of the spotlight of the holiday season and putting them in their own bracket like in april or something like that is probably what they might end up doing so i don't know i w i'm gonna disagree with you <laughs> and say that i think it's coming out in may don't disagree with me. Disagree with the I insider think, information that it's coming out in November. I don't care about that insider, bro. That's false. It's coming out in May. Guaranteed. I'm just, mark, <laughs> mark, mark my Somebody words. Tweet. Listen, I tweet this stuff out and people will wait until I'm wrong and then they'll tweet me back and say, oh, look at you. You look stupid. And they go off on me. <laughs> Somebody tried to do that uh, this week. It was funny. They basically quoted me and said, look, all these games, I was like, these games are going to, I can't wait to enjoy these games for the holidays. And then I listed like six games. And then one yeah, of the yeah. games were releasing in October. And I said, listen, for gamers on September 12th, that is the official video game holiday of the year. So our holiday begins on September and it goes all the way through Christmas. That's what gamers do. Yeah. That's when we get a lot of games. That's when we just game up yeah. and do a lot of uh, for example, Twitch, when, when mm -hmm. September comes for you on this channel, we'll have a subathon for Agree to Disagree. And I'm going to do a special show that I'm going to be the host just for September <laughs> to do a, a subathon for this channel. But we got to boost this channel up and get it uh, affiliated and all that stuff. But the person was mad because I said, listen, that's the holidays for us. And I try to explain it. September on up is all holidays for gamers. That's when all the games were yeah. released. And plus, and I, I wasn't wrong because the tweet said everybody will enjoy these games by the holidays. Yeah. And so far, all the games I listed have release dates except God of War. And if I'm wrong, then he can retweet me again and be right. And I'm fine with that. It doesn't matter. As yeah, long as but, I play the game. But I don't, you know, I and I and I don't like that, right? I don't like everything being piled into the holidays because I, especially us as gamers. There's only so much games we can get to, right? And and especially even worse, if you're a content creator, never mind you're just a gamer, you just play games. But if you're a content creator as well, it takes a lot of energy, it takes a lot of effort. Um, you know, some of us have jobs, right? So it's like, um, if, to be able to get all that done in just the holidays, to get all that work done, is so time constraint to give you to to basically it doesn't give you enough time to really sit and indulge these games, especially when you got three big titles coming out in one month and you know and there's only so much you can get done and you know within that month to kind of experience these games to the fullest because these games a lot of times these all these big games they're 100 hours plus you know if you really want to dive into it they even have new games plus right so they have side missions they got new games plus you can you know enjoy that and see how you know how the ai changes when you get into a harder difficulty and how Beating it the first time changes from being trying to beat it the second time. Now that you got all these abilities and, you know, God of yeah. War did that, right? And they had a new games plus where you kept all your gear, you kept everything you got. You get into going into the new games plus, everything's so much harder. That's where and I'm at like, right now. And, uh, and yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. And it's like, now they're just so much harder. Now I'll beat the game again. It's a whole different experience when you try to go into new games plus and it just feels different because now you got everything you need. You're equipped 
but now it's war for real war because now these guys are coming for you and then ai becomes a lot smarter the game becomes a lot more difficult becomes a lot more challenging so it brings another side of you out and this is the side i'm talking about the competitive nature and being able to beat these games and kind of become pro gamer at that time but yeah but that, i think i want to disagree with you in a way agree to disagree with the statement there's millions of content creators whose job is like mine to make content and gaming if there isn't a lot of games then you have a dry season for example july is going to be dry I'm going yeah. to go camping for a week yeah. because that, it's so dry. I told my friends, hey, man, I want to go camping. I haven't been camping in like seven, eight years. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Spread and, it. And a July is a dead month for us content creators who yeah. this is our lives. And we're going to be able to just chill. I'm going to get to go to the, like I said, camping for a couple of days and yeah. eating some good food and getting bears to come and chase us down like Cloudy Chip and me had one time. <laughs> Hilarious. You oh, know what's funny? Bears. Quick story. Quick story time, which we're going to probably start adding to the agree to disagree. Me and Cloudy are going to meet up some friends at uh, a, a, a mountain in New Hampshire. And a friend calls me. It's a female. And she's like, there's a bear. You got to come. Hurry, hurry, hurry. And she's dramatic. And I'm like, don't relax. I'll be there in a minute. We get there. And they have a pot of beans. They have food all over the place. Like, of course, the bears coming. Oh man! Food everywhere. Put it in the car. So yeah, then they yeah, all yeah. go up to put it in the car. I'm with her, and and we're by the fire, just getting a little cozy, a little frisky for a second. <laughs> and I was always pushing her away. And that day, I was just like, ah, oh, whatever. And I really wasn't into her, but we were cooling and just chilling because it was you know, just. A vibe night. Oh, this is and a long time ago. Cloudy comes back down the mountain. This is my brother, okay? This is my cousin. Real life cousin. I'm the type of idiot who will save you by dying. Like, I'll let the bear <laughs> eat you. Like, I'm that stupid. I have a good heart. Oh, man. He's like, I saved you twice. <laughs> so, so, basically, he's coming down the mountain, and I <laughs> see the flashlight, and the bear... Oh, yeah. I forgot to tell the main part. The bear comes to the fire. And me and her are hugging, and I hear a bag behind me shaking. And I'm like, what is that? <laughs> and it's my bag. I left food in there. So the bear oh, eats it. Oh, man. He comes towards the fire. This girl puts her nails into my skin, and I was going to scream, but I don't want the bear to hear me. And I'm not educated in animals at that time. And basically, we were young at that time. <laughs> in our, and oh, basically, man. I'm telling her, listen, if you start running, I'm going to run faster than you. Don't yeah. run. We're gonna die if you run. So then she's like, <laughs> so then we go around the campfire oh, and man. the bear comes around the campfire smelling for food because there was beans there. And while this is happening, Cloudy Ship is coming down the mountain well, more from bringing the food away. The bear starts walking towards them. I'm scared for my life because I can beat anybody up. I can't beat a bear up. So I'm like, what do I do? And I'm trying, I wanna scream to him. But I'm so scared a bear's gonna come back to me. There's like, a bear, and I'm whispering it. There's a bear, guys. There's a bear. They can't hear me. And it was hilarious. And it was just a true story that happened. It had nothing to do with gaming. It was just a weird situation. I'm. I was scared of bears ever since then. That was my first time encountering a bear like that up close. And then um, come to find out, it was a black bear, and they're not really violent towards humans. As long as you make noises, they'll run away. And we were just so scared we didn't make noise. 
And I don't know why this story has relevant to do with anything, but <laughs> just a quick story time for this. Oh day. man, yeah. Well, good story time. That was a long time ago. Tommy, that's what that was about, right? I would risk my life to save him <laughs> in that situation and oh, die man. for no reason. Hmm. Oh yeah, that's, that's a that, that is that is a that is a true story, man. That, that was so long ago. That was such a long time ago. That was when I graduated. You were like, you were like high 18, school. right? I was I graduated high school. I just yeah, I, I think my graduate. I wait, wait a minute. I was already graduated. I think it was a right. It was after. It was a couple years after I graduated. So I think my brother bro, was, was like graduating. Not even, my, bro. You no, were still was, a baby. My brother was graduating the next day. So I was what nineteen at the time, twenty. Yeah. I was like 20 years old at the time. And by the way, this guy is wrong. He's he <laughs> let them do evil things to me. I fell asleep and I woke up with my pants wet. I'm like, what did they do to me? Who? And I know that they they were doing pranks on people, and he just I, let them put. I don't know what you're talking about. Or something. I don't know what you're talking about. Somebody probably did something <laughs> to you. I, I was I was not paying attention, bro. <laughs> um, anyway, that's a whole other story. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So go camping, enjoy yourself, live freely, then come back in the holiday season, which is September, and all those games will come out. We'll play thousands of games for the whole holiday season, which is September for gamers. September, October, November, December, all gaming yeah. months. Then you come back to normal and we're gonna get god of war on november though by the way that's the yeah. argument all right let's see i say may but you can beg we, we can agree to disagree but that's agree how to i disagree so all right so first question now we're gonna get into some topics guys we already just so the first topic of the day is going to be xbox showcase was a success you agree or you disagree? I believe it was a success. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> Never mind that they have announced, I think, like 20 games um, when it comes to Xbox, right? They announced 20 games. But they also announced a really big game for a lot of people. And it was um, Overwatch. Overwatch 2 um, was announced. I don't believe it has a release date. I have to double check. But at this point in time, that is probably one of the biggest releases right now. And and this and this is dumb just getting warmed up. Um, I feel like it, um, as far as a showcase, that was probably the biggest title. And that's why I feel like with, you know, having all these games, like having the companies like Blizzard, having um, companies like Activision, Having all these great studios and dumb slowly starting to roll out some stuff, I could see them slowly eventually kind of gaining some traction. And this is kind of the first indication of it, right? Having Overwatch 2, um, I don't believe it is exclusive. Um, I it's don't, not. I, I was going to say something, but I don't want to I don't talk. believe it is exclusive, <laughs> but it's still a win for Xbox because they are the owners of the studio. So even if it's not exclusive and they have it on multiple platforms, Yes, maybe it's not going to sell more Xboxes, let's say, but it is going to sell more units and it's still going to make the studio a lot of money, which makes Xbox a lot of money, which allows them to But are put we out talking as gamers? Or are we talking about like, do we have an investment on Xbox? Because you're talking like if you're no, invested no. in them and you're going to make profit because they bought, they sold, oh, they got the game and they're going to make money. What are you, what are you talking about? Who Talk knows? Who knows? I'm not talking about investment, investing. I'm talking about... Being able to have a company, like I said, like being able to have all these studios, being able to have a game like this drop, even if it's not exclusive, 
um like i said and it probably isn't exclusive because they're not they just acquired the the, the studios and the studio probably had an agreement in place to not make it to uh, xbox can't make it exclusive just yet so having even if this is cross-platform and it's all over the place and it's a, a Oh, you know, it's on PlayStation, it's on Nintendo, whatever, right? Let's say it still doesn't. It, if anything, they're gonna make more money off of it. It's gonna allow them to have more money to do more things, and they need to do that to kind of get back some of that money they invested to acquire these studios. And I do think it's a win. Um, I feel like Xbox is kind of throwing little baby steps to kind of get them back in the position to win. Um, and who knows? And anybody who has Xbox Game Pass. You know, who knows, man? You get this for free, right? You just get, go, go, go get you, go get it your subscription. It will be on Xbox Game Pass. It will be. <laughs> exactly. So that, that's, what, that's what I'm talking about. Xbox is doing yeah. little things, little things that are kind of getting them back into the in, 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 in the graces of the consumer. Good graces of the consumer. But that's my take, man. That's how I feel. I really do think that they're they're doing the right things. I feel like they're doing the right things to kind of get... Uh, I got you. Get get back into the good graces of the of their community and continue to build their com- the community that they have. Yeah, so. yeah. Um. I, I'm gonna be nice <laughs> to start off. I'm gonna be nice. First I off, have. I feel for the Xbox community. I really appreciate you guys' passion. Your brand loyalty is unmatched. I don't know how you stay loyal during all of this for the past years. I give you crazy credit. That's like commitment and devotion. And no matter what, you stick by them. And I got to respect you as a human to be able to do that. I don't respect it as far as like quality of life. Like I want to eat a good meal. I'm not going to just eat at a specific restaurant because I know the person. Like that's not good food. Fix your food. I'll come back. You know, if my cousin, for example, Claudia, just, just talk to me here. If you owned a restaurant, do you think I'm just going to eat your food and it's bad and then just let that be? I'm going to tell you, like, you know how I am. Hey, man, you got to work on this, too much this. The food feels soggy. It's supposed to be tasty. Da, da, da. I'll break it down and then I won't be supporting that until it's ready. And I'm like, hey, come on, man, let's step it up. I'm going to support yeah, you yeah. and I'm going to support you as a person. But that is my problem with the Xbox community is that they're way too loyal and they're not loyal to themselves. Yeah. This happens with our lives, right? You have a lover who you're not loyal, who you're so loyal to that you lose the loyalty to yourself and the happiness that you should feel. It's the same yeah. thing with your jobs. You're loyal to this job that doesn't care about you. You're just a number to them. And you give up your whole life working 16-hour days, 12-hour days, and you're actually not even living because you get home and you sleep the rest of the time and you go back to work the next day. And these are the loyalties that we should not have. They should be us first and then go from there. So I say that in the nicest way I can to all Xbox communities because I believe the issue is that. That is the issue. So as a, as a gamer myself, I have Xbox Game Pass on the PC. It's only $1, by the way. Um, I play these games and see what they got. I love the day one concept I don't know if that's going to give you the quality. And I want to talk about the Xbox actual showcase for a second and discuss some of their games. Their biggest game supposedly was Starfield. When it showcased, it looked like a PlayStation 3 game. People have put this up on Twitter, uh, trolling it. And then also they copied the exact same trailer 
as No Man's Sky. So people trolled that. The biggest problem with Xbox was they did a couple of things wrong. And I'm going to go down the list, and this is why it wasn't a win and it was a bad setup. First and foremost, it was good if, if they were like the worst company and they were trying to get back up, which it basically just revealed that they have a lot of issues because the director of Forza has to come on Twitter and go on an interview and say, yes, we, we lied. All right. Our showcase said that it was on Xbox, footage from Xbox, when it was actually footage from the PC, and it was footage from the replay, not actual gameplay. The replay shows higher quality in visuals. And he had to, after the event, state that so that people know that what happened. And this is not the only news. More studios, all of the studios, not all of them, but some of them came forward and said, hey, apologies, this is not an Xbox exclusive. We signed a two-day embargo so that we can't tell people it's coming out for PC, it's coming out for PlayStation and Nintendo Switch until two days after the conference. So then if you look on Tuesday after the conference on Sunday, all these studios were announcing the game is coming out for all these other platforms. It wasn't exclusive. So that looked really bad on Xbox. It was pretty sad that they had to do that. This is exclusive for Xbox, and they're putting out this false information that's wrong. And but, they, but, thing, my, but my thing is, did they say it was exclusive to Xbox? Yes. Look it up. Look okay. it up. Look up the, the conference. You'll see it says right on it. These are the things that come up. Like if you ever watch footage and they're like, oh, captured on the, the Xbox Series X. Yeah. And if it said that, it's supposed to be that. And it's not that. And that's what these developers, the actual developers came on Twitter and said it themselves. The uh, creative director of Forza explained and said, look, because I don't know if you ever heard of Digital Foundry. They look yeah. at footage and they analyze it. They're a great, they, they're uh, a great company, by the way. Um, yeah. Very so great. it's a really cool YouTube channel. I'm not promoting them, but the point is, is they do a lot of good jobs analyzing the actual information and data and breaking it down for everybody. They're really good. So they came out and they corrected it that it was an, a global illusion and it was not in-game footage and that it was only from the replay. And then the, the creative director of Forza his name is Alex, said, yes, they actually were right. Digital Foundry was correct on what they said. That's what we showcase. But when you watch the showcase, it says, captured on Xbox, this and that. And it was not captured on, it was captured on PC. And it was also a replay, not gameplay. So yeah. a lie on top of a lie. And there was more uh, scandalism. Like I said, the so-called it's exclusive and this is for xbox and then it, all of a sudden it comes out for nintendo switch playstation and pc and that's rough and that, games like uh persona had to announce it two days later on tuesday if you look on yeah. twitter hey by the way this is coming out on other platforms apologies we didn't say it ahead of time we weren't allowed to and then other games like um uh, i forgot what it was but there's a bunch of them that they did all did that and then you got things like um starfield um, saying, hey, we need to 4K 60 frames per second. People confused. The footage was captured on Adobe Premiere Pro in 4K 60 frames. The actual game is not doing that. 
So they had to announce that on Twitter also, the company. So there's just a lot of bad looks for Xbox. Yeah, yeah. While I say that, there was a lot of good looks. If you're uh, subscribed in the next two years, all of the games almost, whether it was Starfield, Redfall, these are games that I thought were kind of interesting. Redfall, Forza, uh, Minecraft, Legends. Um, let me see what else. Sea of Thieves, Season 6, Grounded. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a bunch more. Flintlock is my favorite game that they announced. Flintlock is amazing. I'm going to be playing that. But all these games will be day one pass accessible. So even though they're gaming and trying to like do gimmicks, they do have decent games. They're not like, oh my God, I got to buy a console to play this. Yeah. But if you have a console and you have the service, say, hey, why not try the game and see if it's any good? You know? So that's where I'm at with Xbox. And that's my opinion. And I, not even opinion. I stated the facts of what was happening. You can go on Twitter, look this up yourself. It's all over the news for gaming. If you go to IGN or something, you'll see all that stuff. Sadly, that's the information that I've seen and that I felt like turned me off a little bit. But I did feel like they had a good showcase for like if they were an independent publisher, you know, like Digital Foundry, I mean, um, Dissolver, like one of those type of studios that are smaller, but they put out a, a, a showcase of their games, their independent games. That's what Xbox, I felt like they did. Outside of Starfield, uh, Redfall, a couple of like Forza, those are the big ones, but the rest were really cool indie games, small games that you can just jump on, enjoy, try them out for free on the Game Pass. That's the one thing the Game Pass, I say, does correct. And we'll talk about that later, uh, what Game Pass does, good or bad, is the day one passes for these games that are like, eh, it's all right, I'll try it. It's free, you know, so you get to try it. And maybe you'll like it, maybe you won't. We'll see, you know, that depends on each game for your taste. There's no opinion, there's just opinions there. But that's and my if, take and on if you, And if you like it, you can keep playing it. You keep playing until it <laughs> actually expires. It expires on yeah. Xbox Game Pass. A lot of the games that they have expire. They make a contract and then they expire them. So if you've yeah. ever been on it, like I have for years now, mm -hmm. it actually expires and it disappears. Unless it's an exclusive specifically to their company. Yeah, where yeah. It's like, okay, this is only on their service. And yeah, but I, but I, at that time, I already beat it and enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I mean, whatever works. But yeah, anyway, so the showcase had all of that. They did put out the main gimmick was day play day one. And it was a beautiful gimmick because it makes anybody excited. Like, hey, I got the Game Pass. I'll try that. I'll try that. And I think that was a good job. The one powerhouse move that they had was that. Everything else was kind of scandalous. And I wasn't comfortable with that. Apologies. Just speaking truth here. Like I said, there's different from opinion and facts. I spit a lot of facts that I just told you guys were evidence from the studios themselves apologizing. Yeah. Studios shouldn't have to apologize for a conference. Apologies, we do have these on the PlayStation and the X, uh, Switch and PC also. You know, they're apologizing for not announcing it because of the embargo that Xbox put them on. So, you know, those are just weird things that happen and I'm not even mad at it. Like I said, it's a decent conference for a a company that needs to get back on the top. I used to remember when I watched an Xbox when I first just first Gears of War. I'm like, I gotta get an Xbox, you know. And then I bought a cheap one, 
from some guy that was just like desperate. And then, you know, I played the gears. I'm like, yo, this game's fire. Yeah. Then I went over to my cousin's house and with Joey, Joey and um your brother, me and him played uh Gears of War. We beat part one. Um he was into that game. And then um played with my other cousin the other games, uh um Golo. And then we played all those and we we I basically got into the series. I like that. That's an Xbox powerhouse. And I think that's the problem that I don't feel the powerhouse game that's like, damn, I gotta get this console yeah you know it's like that special it's that I, important i kind of felt that last last generation with the xbox when they launched killer instinct i felt like it showcased how great the console was even from like a, a graphic standpoint right the graphics and the Hold articles on, and everything was so amazing but explain this to me wait wait i'm sorry that I'm was but the, the thing is but you're talking about somebody killer who instint loved- is a console seller to you was it, I'm a, I love fighting games, and it was one of those games that stuck out to me. So it was so well put together, and then not only that, but the gra- it was so graphically in, like in my eyes. I was like, oh, I was drawn to it. So my thing is, is that it made me want one so bad at that time. Um, that was one gotcha. of the games that was like, oh my god, I have to have for that game, just because of how amazing that game looked, and I love fighting games, and and I was like, oh yeah, I have to get that console, right? So it made me want one because of that. That game was kind of the driving point for me. Um, when it comes to uh, when it comes to the, the a console seller, right? That was one that did it for me. Um, but you know, to kind of drive it home, my my biggest, like I said, my biggest reveal was the was Overwatch. I feel like Overwatch is going to be not an Xbox game. Oh, I, I understand, but I can it came see out on PlayStation before Xbox. So, but let me throw, but, but let me throw let me throw a wrench in there, right? Overwatch <laughs> Two is. Let's say it's not it's not exclusive, but they come out with a battle royale for it, and all of a sudden Overwatch Two battle royale because it's different than it was outside of the contract that they already have an agreement with was PlayStation and all these other consoles. All of a sudden the battle royale is exclusive to to um to Xbox right Overwatch Two battle royale. It has such great like characters it got really good great design you can kind of you can kind of see this game going to i can see this game being um going into battle royale t- some type of system in battle royale so my thing is is that who knows right and that it, it's not that's not let's not take this away from from them and say oh is that maybe that's not a possibility who knows right but i can see something like that being a thing and if that is the a, a thing and they do make it um, so this is going to be free on the Xbox Game Pass, and on top of it too, they launch a, a battle royale it's that's not exclusive. On Xbox at all. And 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 on top of it too, it's exclusive to Xbox. The battle royale. Let's say they do come up with a battle royale. You're going to tell me that you're you're not, mad, this is mad, not going. To, this is not going to be a uh, a, a console seller for some people. I feel it would. And this is me just throwing my. This is me just imagining things, right? And I'm putting these things. You're together. making up, but yeah, it's imaginary. But I can, story. I can imagine, I can imagine them. You know, like what if, right? And the what if is Battle Royale comes out as exclusive to Xbox, Overwatch to Battle Royale. Um, <laughs> All right, but, let me slow you down. Keep it, keep the gameplay footage on the Overwatch. Replay it if you have to. So first of all, it's coming out on October fourth for all platforms: PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. It might even come yeah. out on the Switch. Secondly, on October 1st, the first season starts. Three new legends will be added. Six new maps will be out. A new game called mode called Push. There's going to be 30 skins 
coming out as well. A new Mystique skin as well. And then on December, the second season will come out with a new tank hero, a new map, 30 more skins, and a new battle pass. For the first time, they're going to change up their systems and bring a battle pass. There's been a lot of controversy online about that. But the facts are that the battle pass is important. It's a part of how companies are making a lot of money. All the companies that have battle passes are succeeding, whether it's Fortnite, um, Apex, X, I mean, uh, Apex, and so much more. Battle passes are fun because yep. every season you get a bunch of new stuff. You get to work your way and progress through something. That's why we play games. It's a part of the progress and, and achieving something. So Battle Pass coming to Overwatch, they never had that. All they had is the loot boxes, which was terrible. And that was stupid. And now they're actually being smart and bringing something that is working in the industry. So that's going to be good. And then for next year, more heroes, more maps, more modes, and a PvE mode, which is something new that they haven't had. We're going to see what that's about um, for their setup. And then, of course, um, there's plenty more. What I really like is the cross-progression announcement. Everything, I can play it on PC, and then I can go over to um, my, my console and play it on there as well. That's going to be fun. You know, there's just things of that nature. The Battle Royale thing is just imaginary. I don't want to even throw that out there. It's possible. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I don't know if they can handle that, but uh, we'll see. Um, but but that's knows? the actual information. I'm not giving you guys opinions or imaginations. I'm giving you the facts. <laughs> but anyways, that that was my that was my take on it. I do feel like that was the biggest announcement that Xbox had showcased. So how are you making that an Xbox announcement? Xbox, it's book they, they own the studio, so it has to be talked. Like it has to be talked. But, but it has, with all but it has to be talked in the same breath. So I have. Can to, I just I tell you what I just said? Yeah. PlayStation has more partnership contracts with the Xbox games that they purchase. Okay. Call of Duty exclusives content that's coming out for the new game is on PlayStation. Exclusive content. Exclusive content for Overwatch is coming out also from PlayStation. So you're talking about tons and tons of amazing stuff for the PlayStation uh, company, even though they don't yeah. own it and somebody else owns it. Xbox okay. can't give up their fans because if Xbox made these games exclusive, all of them, they would lose so much money that they would go down a drain. They'll be bankrupt without PlayStation. Yeah. So once again, my disagreeing with the showcase, it was terrible. The games were cool. There were some great games. The showcase was terrible because of everything, the backlash that they got for all the bad stuff I talked about earlier. Yep. So I think, like I said, as far as the question is concerned, was Xbox showcase a success? I believe it was. I think they did a decent job. I felt like, of course, there's so so much more that could have happened. But and what do you? What did you take? You disagree or you agree? <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Okay. That's my comment. I, enough said. Enough said. <laughs> Anytime somebody asks you something and you just 100 percent. Disagree. That's the new. <laughs> That's the new thing I do, bro. All right. So to kind of speed things up a little bit, uh, uh, we have a second question of the day. Second topic is PlayStation Plus Premium. Is it worth the money? It, it, you guys don't know. Uh, PlayStation Plus has announced on Monday it went live. Uh, was there? Yeah. 
was basically a PlayStation Premium service, which is supposed to kind of compete with Game Pass. Um, they kind of did a little bit of a combination. They kind of combined um, what was their um, PlayStation Now together with their PlayStation Plus memberships. They kind of made mm-hmm. like um, instead of kind of keeping the two services separate, they kind of said, you know what, we're not going to do that. We're going to do something a little bit different. What we're going to do is go ahead and give you guys uh, certain tiered packages that you can go ahead and be a part of, and, and each one will have their own perks and benefits, right? So they, they kind of simplified it a little bit because a lot of times you get people that say, oh, but you know, they don't even know what PlayStation Plus now is. And if they do know, they're probably like, eh, I don't really need that, right? But you know, if it's part of a package, it allows more people to get involved in the in what while at what was at one point PlayStation now, now it was a premium service. Um, and it gets people more involved, it gets people more active in on on that and they're able to kind of improve that over time and give more to the to the user right uh so as far as it being worth the money so let's talk about it a little bit right now i believe i'm not mistaken correct me if i'm wrong 120 dollars gets you the premium service 120 dollars gets your premium service playstation plus by itself was 60 dollars for the year um placed and ex- uh, ps now playstation now was a hundred dollars for the year um so you're talking 160 dollars so in reality you're kind of getting a discount 40 dollar discount and you're getting premium services that gives you access to ubisoft um and it also gets you um access to as ubisoft plus gets you access to exclusive content trial so any new game that comes out you can try it see if you like it and then purchase it if you want i believe the trial period is five hours of gameplay i'm not if i'm not mistaken um fire as a gameplay and so you get all that and not only that but you get to play a lot of uh old school content so you get to play ps3 games playstation 4 games some playstation 2 games so you get to play a lot of stuff that was uh, a lot of exclusive that was stuff from playstation exclusives that were released back in the day on um old generation consoles but it also gives you the option to play other games other than stuff that was just exclusive um to the series to the, to, to the platform so not bad um i think and i and also too you can stream it and you do have the option for the most part if i'm I'm not mistaken to download them to your actual console and play them in case you wanted a better experience that are being over the stream in case you don't have a great internet connection you can just download the game to your playstation and play it from there now the problem that this that this will cause for a lot of people is for storage on the playstation console is not the greatest um you know you do for any console console, yes but i feel like you know i feel like if you're a person like me now maybe if you just have call of duty on your console and that's all you play kudos to you maybe you don't need additional storage but when it comes to someone like me that loves playing call of duty that takes up so much memory right but then i have i want to be able to play all these other games first party titles they do are they are a lot bigger in size and when it comes to storage and it does take time to download them and if i have to delete them and download and delete them that's another that's a topic for a whole another day but that it does become a little bit of a hindrance right hinders my gaming experience a little bit because i have to continue to download stuff and remove it and download it and it becomes a little bit of a hassle but like i said at the end of the day you do have the option to download these to your console gives you a little bit of better experience if you don't have great internet connection so as far as it being worth the money you're saving 40 bucks if you do own both services and you're going to get a little bit more because you're getting the ubisoft plus and you're also getting 
the 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 trial the option to try out new games those two things alone without even the experience to be able to without even having the capability to play older games which it does have um i do think it's worth the money um and anyone too that's had playstation plus and had playstation now um what i noticed i noticed i got it right away i got the premium service right away i didn't even have to pay additional money to have it because i was already in contract with them for playstation now for a whole another year so my contract is still good and it's valid so i didn't have to repurchase or anything it just they kind of just gave it to me so um not that's kind of like my overall take i do agree i do feel it's for any gamer i feel like services like this does work in the gamer's favor because and now they're a little bit more competitive with game pass but we'll talk about that a little bit later i just want to talk playstation and, and congratulate them on what they're doing and i feel like this is for the consumer for this is for the for the for us gamers right this was made for us and i feel like it was well put together and well thought out um let's see let's see if the price stays the same next year but <laughs> as of now it's uh it's definitely good value i think you you will get good value never mind you do with the playstation plus you do get a lot of free games too so every month they got from playstation 5 free games to a lot of some of these indie games you have to pay for you get them for free a lot of games you you some games that happened that came out in the past you'll get those for free i believe last month they even gave out fifa fifa on 2022 i believe if i'm not mistaken was free right and a lot of people will say that's a big game but there's a lot of games like that that they will put out on the market and give you like really good value for what you're paying for on your membership so definitely worth it um go ahead and pick yourself up if you have playstation go get yourself the premium spend the extra 60 bucks and you will not regret it because you're gonna get a lot more bang for your buck and you'll be able to experience to get the full experience of what playstation has to offer as far as what they offer for services so that's my take in a nutshell give me tell me what you think man what do we talk what's going on i can't agree to disagree on this one i wish i could to make it interesting but the facts are that you're getting 800 plus games you're getting all the greatest games of all time when you think of the last 10 years 20 years whatever playstation's been around when you think of games of the year for the past whatever amount of years recently for yep. 10 years now it's always playstation games or uh multi-platform games it just shows you how good it is and the thing with it is is you're getting all of that and if you're like me, you play a lot of games, but you always miss out on one or two good games. For example, uh, Gardens of the Galaxy, I'm playing right now. A bunch of games. I actually, Cloudy made a point that I think he was trying to diss and complain about uh, play, uh, PlayStation where his storage was bad because he couldn't fit all the games. I actually think that's a compliment to how many good games they have where you're not just playing only one game because they don't have much to offer. The I went crazy the day that this PlayStation Plus came out. And Cloudy can tell you, I left him a long audio. I do audio messages on the phone to him. Shh, don't say that because I know he don't like that. <laughs> but so anyways, so I did an audio complaining that I don't have any storage. I have a terabyte on my PlayStation 5. Plus, I have four terabytes on my external. I filled them both up when the PlayStation Plus premium came out because they had so many great things and so much amazing stuff. Now they had games that I already got like ghost of Tsushima, one of the greatest samurai ninja game ever made. 
They had games that were day one releases, which was like Shadow Warriors 3. I did a review about that game. And that that is another conversation after we'll talk about like how PlayStation has released day one games and no one even notices it because they're not overhyping it. They just do it casually. Um, but they have so many great games in here. Death Stranding, all of the classics, all of the exclusives. I don't have much to say about this, this uh, service. If you have a PlayStation, you have to have it. If you have a PC that can handle gaming, you can actually play it on the PC as well. PlayStation does a poor job advertising that you can actually play this on the PC. And that's a big problem because the PC community will love all these games. And if they're smart, they'll just purchase this and then only play it on the PC. And they'll get to play all their games on the PC. But they don't know about this as much because it's not advertised regularly the way other services do it, which we'll talk about the other services and situations later. But um, those are things that PlayStation has been doing first and, and better than anyone in the industry. Just to, just to keep you guys informed, PlayStation Now has been around since 2014, okay? Yep. And they had tons and tons of games back then. It was stacked up with like five, 600. It kept on going, climbing up there. They boosted that by putting the PlayStation Plus games in there and adding Ubisoft Plus into the service. On top of that, they have the trials where it depends on the studio, just to clarify what Cloudy was saying. Studios can give you two hours. They can give you five hours. Whatever amount of time they feel is needed for you to experience their game, they can share that on the trials that you get to try out and so on. Plus, you get all the discounts for exclusive content. You know, you're, you're playing Red Dead Redemption 2, the ultimate edition that costs $100. You can get it for $33 right now on the PlayStation Premium package. And there's so much more just big games like that that you can get all this stuff. Understand they release at least three or more free games a month for the PlayStation Plus members. On top of that, the PlayStation Now players will always get four games or so every time. And they actually add games every day without even announcing it. For yeah. example, when I was looking through it, one of the viewers wanted uh, the Resident Evil original edition, the HD edition. And I actually downloaded it and played it for them for a second so they can see what it was like. They wanted to know if they had trophies and things like that. And a lot of these old retro games are getting trophies. Depends on the studio if they want to add that in there. So they have the classics. They have the cloud gaming where you don't have to download anything like Cloudy was saying. All you can do is play online and stream the games. I've done it tons of times. I've streamed it. You can watch my streams doing that. And it works, flows really good. I've enjoyed it without having to download the game if I wanted to just see if I like the game. Yeah, yeah. And... You know, there's just a ton of stuff there that the value is very high for anyone if you're on PC or if you have a PlayStation. To me, it's a must. And that's my thing. So unfortunately, we don't agree to disagree on this one. We agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, yeah. No, and like I said, it's a it's a it's a definitely a win for anyone who has a PlayStation, right? If you want to get the most out of your PlayStation and you want to experience more, and you're one of those people too, let's say you're, you know. Let's say you're, uh, you you don't have the money to buy every single game, but you know, at this point, something like this will entice you a little bit more. Especially if you have kids. A lot of people out there that have kids, 
and want to keep their kids entertained and kind of keep their kids and you know enjoying themselves this is something that you know you get them a playstation you say i don't i don't got the money to buy them the five games that they wanted but you say you know what i'll get them the playstation plus premium membership and it allows them to get to try out all these games enjoy themselves and it gives you them a lot of exclusive content as well and like i said it's to give you guys a little bit of an insight i'll go ahead and share this real quick so you guys can see it is up on screen um essential right so they got three packages essential package is going to be sixty dollars the extra packages the extra package is 99.99 so a hundred dollars for the extra package and then you're then you also got your premium um your premium package the premium package gives you a little bit more 120 dollars for a year it's uh you can't beat that right and one of the biggest things is the cloud streaming allows for cloud streaming allows for game trials right um, but another big thing is going to be that exclusive content for Ubisoft. I think it's uh, it's fair to Nike. It's, it's great to mention that because Ubisoft it has really great games, right? So Ubisoft's got a lot, you know, got the Assassin's Creed. They got even um, Rayman. If you guys you have kids and you want to kind of get them into something that's kid friendly, Rayman is a really good thing to have. You know, your kids kind of get into. But they got so much to offer, and having this all included with it is it's a win right um and then like i said if you didn't want if you were not interested in the game trials and you're kind of like you know what i don't really care about the game trials too much or streaming it um you know and and you don't really care too much about the ubisoft then you can always get yourself into the extra but for the extra 20 bucks i feel like it's be able to have day one access to and have a trial version of any game that comes out for the most part um it's it's worth the 20 bucks right it gives you you know a lot of times what people want if you wanted to try a game in the past you want you had to go to your local blockbuster right it don't exist no more wanted you need to mm -hmm. go to your local blockbuster and go ahead and rent these games and then even net even uh um redbox at one point was doing you know be able to rent the game but you think about how much money you spent to rent the game five bucks two three dollars being able to have these games and try them out um without even have to get out to get off off of your couch it's it's a great deal and it's worth um the money now that's that's my take on it it's worth the money um at the end of the day so i know we we typically you know me and him different have different perspective on certain things me and mag but when it comes to this it's a no-brainer go get you some go get you some playstation premium boy Go get it. Go get it. <laughs> I mean, none of this is sponsored, guys. We hope to be sponsored by some great gaming related things like headsets or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. right now, every time we're talking, it's just our opinions. And even if I was sponsored, I'm only going to sponsor something I feel that I, I appreciate. So if I tell yeah, you yeah. about the headset that I like, for example, Cloudy Chip always talking about his headset when we play video games. And he's sponsoring them every time we talk. And it's like, we're not streaming, bro. Why are you sponsoring them, bro? They're not even paying you right now. And that's good <laughs> because it's something he loves, right? And that's all we're doing. We're sharing our thoughts and opinions. There's no wrong answer. If you don't have a PlayStation, yeah. why get it? If you have a PC and you're saying, hey, you know, I don't really game that much. I play World of Warcraft only. No point in me getting it. Then don't get it. It's fine. We don't get money out of it anyways. So we're not advertising for you to purchase everything we're talking about but we're just giving you opinions on what we feel with what we've experienced i've experienced yeah. uh playstation plus and now since the releases of both and i've enjoyed them both so that's okay. our take perfect 
So um, now to kind of push things along. Um, so as far as this question is concerned, PlayStation Plus premium worth the money. Let me know if you guys disagree. Let me know you guys disagree. Go ahead, let me know. Um, and even tweet me personally at Cloudy Chip TV um, over at Twitter. Go ahead and tweet me. Um, direct message me. Let me know what you guys think. If you guys agree with this or you don't agree with it, and then if you're brave enough, let me know why right because we can all say we disagree but let me know why give me some insight as to why you feel you agree with something well with whether or not it's worth the money or you don't right um as far as this is concerned this is a win on both sides i feel like it's definitely worth the money go ahead and get you some if you have a playstation get the full experience right so um on to the next question the next question of the day and final question of the day is playstation plus premium better than xbox game pass and this is kind of where we have a little bit of a, a discussion right because i kind of feel a little bit both ways ever since this got launched but i'm going to say and and, and i do feel because of the exclusive content because of the day, the day that you, you'll be able to get these exclusive content directly onto like your game pass right um day one right and be able to have day one access to a full game no trials and none of this full game you get access to it and this is the person that owns multiple consoles right so i i, I don't have it, the new xbox so they're so hard to get but when i get a chance i will get my hands on one but i i have you know the switch i have a multiple consoles and i would love if nintendo did something like this too because there's a lot i only play i only have the nintendo but strictly you know exclusive content on the nintendo so it allows me to end not only that but whenever i want to get into like family games i love having it around because it you can just get my sister gets involved my wife can get involved my mom even at one point was getting involved being able to play and so it's just a good time for family right does they do such a good time a good job marketing to that that demographic of family right um but i feel like having access to exclusive constant day one and being able to have that at my disposal at any time makes it such a so much worth it and i feel like it's because of that and that alone i feel um it's better than what playstation is offering right now because because i feel like having that day one content let's say because and the reason why i say this and i'm saying this from a two perspectives right let's say you're an xbox person you love your xbox you have it right playstation and you know you're not really into first person games like you know, single player games you're more about a multiplayer type of guy and you're like you know what i love my xbox i love the community it has i have my friends on there whatever right and you're just loyal to xbox but you have a playstation but you really game on your xbox then you can say you know what i only i love some of the stuff that playstation puts out but in order for me to play the exclusive content, like I have to buy all these games over there, but that's not my main console. Why do I, you know, why would I, you know, I do that if I'm my main console is my Xbox, right? Now you have to sit there and you have to spend sixty dollars for every exclusive game that comes out um, that you want to. You don't have into. any. Um, but on the Xbox, you don't have to do that, right? You can just get access to it day one, and you go ahead and you'll be able to play it full game. And anytime you can yeah, get on with your friends. Um, but it, I think that's going to change. I have a feeling that's going to that that whole aspect is going to change over time. And I say, you know, keep an eye on it, especially with PlayStation putting the pressure like they are with this premium package. I felt like it was. I think the ultimate Game Pass. Um, was fifteen dollars a, a month or something like that? It was pretty expensive. Now it was ten bucks. I was paying ten bucks out of ten dollar package, but then they came up with the ultimate it was fifteen dollars. And having PlayStation put together a package like this, I can see Xbox changing some things. And 
I can see them doing something similar and having a tier package and that will be the standard for gaming. PlayStation's kind of leading the way when it comes to that. But I could see Xbox kind of saying, you know what? Game Pass, we're gonna put it together with your with the Xbox um online. So you don't have to pay for your membership separately. You just pick the one the tier you want, you'll get access to our game pass. Together with that comes this and this, and this right? And that's how I feel. Um, I feel like as far as value, just because you get access to full games day one um, on the Game Pass is what makes, to me, Game Pass a little bit better than what PlayStation offers. And the reason is because a lot of times you're going to get people that, you know what, I don't need to go back and play those games I already had in the past. Maybe you, you get people that will. But at the same time, it's like, you know what, like, I want to, like, I... I want to be able to be in, in 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 tune with the hype, right? So you get, you know, my friends are hyping this game up and all the, you know, so everybody's talking about it. It hasn't even launched it. And when it launches day one, I can go ahead and play it. And, I don't have, and even if I didn't have the money to pay for it at that time, because I, I, I have my Game Pass, I'm able to go and enjoy it with the rest of the world. And this is what I mean, is being in tune with the world and being able to enjoy games to that extent allows Game Pass to be in a class of its own because of that so I, I because of that feature and that feature alone i feel like it, it it holds up so that's my take on it let me know if y'all agree or disagree but like i said playstation um now has been around for a long time and and my thing is is that with xbox keep out the game pass it was doing some really great things and i feel like it was kind of it watered down what playstation was doing with their playstation now Right and and PlayStation now didn't seem that much appealing as Game Pass was, but now that PlayStation has this premium package, the fact that they offer a little bit more, like the game trials and they offer the Ubisoft, they do sit in somewhat of a competitive standpoint. Now they do, they do are competing now, and I feel like you know, like I said, all they need to do is just throw, give us a little more PlayStation, give us a little more, but. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm sounding. It was sounding like these people. Give it. It's free. Give it to me. I want it. Right. I sound like that. I sound like that. that like the president. Like, yo, it's free. Give me. Give me everything free. Right. But not. No. But no. I don't. I. I don't expect everything to be free. I expect to pay for what I want to pay for it. I just want to see what gives me the most value. And like I said, having stuff they want it. I, pretty nice. So that's my take, man. <laughs> I can. I can. I can read your mind, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right are you done or you finished i'm done i'm done bro i'm done <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen first and foremost i would like to counter his his uh claims here the only thing he said was that the day one pass is great mm. other than that these are the things that he said he said he wishes nintendo couldn't have this service because they have the exclusives which is true that has nothing to do with a point about xbox that just has to do with wishing nintendo had it because they have better exclusives secondly he said maybe i think i hope i dream that they will get exclusives but we just saw their showcase they said for the next 12 months these are the games that are going to release and their showcase was a dump fest and it's like okay 12 months you're going to pay for the service for 12 months of the games you're not going to play come on yeah. now um secondly um, he said, now that I see that the premium came out, hopefully they changed Xbox changes some things. All of those were excuses and justifications for a service that is not worth compared to PlayStation. Now on its own, 
as he was stating a little yeah. bit, if you own an Xbox and hey, that's all you got, go ahead, get the Xbox Game Pass. I have it on PC. I actually happen to play all of the day one games that are interesting for me, which is very few. But when they do have one, I'll test it out and say, yeah, I definitely want this game. So it's a nice feature if you have the service for specific reasons, either you have a console or because you have it on PC, they put it out for a dollar for a couple months and you could uh, have it for three months for $1 each month. So there's that reasoning. That's the only reason is to do the day one passes for mediocre games for the most part. There's not a game of the year on the game pass till this day. Okay. Sorry. There's not a game candidate. Never mind game of the year. Now saying that I'll explain it like this. I did a whole video. Actually, it was about an hour and 10 minutes of all the data. And, and I'll just kind of memorize some of it. 400 and about 60 games on Xbox Game Pass. That's all they have. And a lot of the games expired because they only have contracts for a very short window. Okay? PlayStation has over 800. The difference between PlayStation and Xbox is PlayStation has not only Game of the Year exclusives that they give you, they also give you the partnerships with Capcom, which give you Resident Evil, which gives you the Street Fighter access to all of the Street Fighter games, which gives you all of the Ratchet and Clanks and all the great games that you get, like Infamous, which also gives you uh, Final Fantasy, a game I never played, but they have so many games from Square Enix. All of Square Enix, they're partnered with PlayStation as well. Their partnerships are very strong, partnerships supporting them, and they get exclusives for their consoles because of that. And you're getting all that access automatically first with the PlayStation. And, and there's not some of the most of those are not on Xbox. And all of the games that are on Xbox are on PlayStation. We did a, a comparison of the games. We looked up each one by one and seen if they have uh, the same game on both consoles. And a lot of them are on there except the Xbox exclusives. Gears of War, Forza, Halo, and all those things. A lot of them are all on PlayStation on top of yeah. what I just explained with the exclusives and the partnerships, okay? So the idea that if I had to choose one or the other, there's no conversation there. But the only conversation is when you have an Xbox only, if you don't own a PlayStation or you don't own a PC, you don't want to play the PlayStation games on PC because you'd rather play it on a console. And I get that. But if you have a PlayStation 4 or a PlayStation 5, it is worth the premium compared to the Xbox. It's yeah. data proven factual stuff that say, damn, this has a lot of stuff. If you had to choose, let's say you have all the consoles and you're like, which yeah. one will I get? Nintendo, Xbox, or PlayStation? Unless you just have a preference that you want to play Halo only or you want to play Gears of War, something in that vein, then go for it. Not but only if we're that, talking no, no. about the most of your the mm -hmm. value about your money that you're yeah. going to put a hundred bucks for, each of them are over a hundred dollars each for the yep. year. And you're getting a certain amount of value out of them. You can yeah. get almost everything that Xbox has on top of all the exclusives, on top of all the partnerships, for example, Resident Evil's, for example, um, Final Fantasies, and a bunch of games that are 
PlayStation partnerships with these third-party studios, okay? Yeah. That is where this thing shines. And if you did the research and people would take the time to look at it that from an outside point of view. Now, this is what I do want to preface this. Me and Cloudy will talk about this again. By the end of the year or by next year, we'll have this same conversation. And I can hope that Xbox is better, maybe. And then everybody's like, hey, we got to have an Xbox console. We got to have the service. We got to have everything Xbox because they've taken it to the next level. And then guess what? I'm not invested in Xbox or PlayStation. I don't have any stocks or bonds. I'm not doing any, like, you know, working for them directly. I don't have anything with these companies. I just want the best games so I can play and enjoy. With all that said, it is a strong opinion that I have, but it's not about right or wrong. I'm just stating some of the facts, and then I'm also saying that it can change. So maybe, maybe a, a year from now, next June, Xbox will start announcing crazy games. But so far, they announced the 12-month 12 12 games that are going to release, and none of them were spectacular enough to make you want to buy their console. So if you don't have their console, you're not going to buy the service. It's pointless. Now, if you have don't have a PlayStation 5 or 4, and you see all their exclusives, you say, I got to buy this console for that Last of Us 2 or God of War Ragnarok coming out in November. I need to buy this console. And then you're going to get that service because it's worth having both. Yeah. That's the point. And now Xbox will get there, like he was saying. I agree with that part at some point, but it's a year and a half away. So why would I have the service? My service is ending in like a month or two with, with the $1 version of it. I don't see anything coming that's like, I got to have the Game Pass on Xbox anymore. I tried it. I've had it for years on and off, on and off, on and off, trying it again and testing games. And I just was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Nothing that's like spectacular. I must have it. And this is where the difference lies at the moment until they go ahead and go crazy, which they will at some point because they have to survive. On Instead of just trying to do a gimmick, of here's a day one pass, which Cloudy Chip is right. This is the most hype that you're going to get out of the Xbox community is day one pass, day one pass. Day one. For what? For what? I showed a stream of all the day one games. And the, the best games they had was a game that me and Cloudy Chip loved. For example, Sniper Elite 5. That game is oh, on there. It was And then awesome. you go down the list. There's mediocre, mediocre, no good, no good. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. And there's a long, a long list. You follow what I'm saying, Cloudy? Yeah. Yeah, Resident Evil was on there in Game Pass. Resident Evil what? The uh, Extraction. Resident Evil Extraction? Sorry, sorry, I don't even know. Sorry, Rainbow Six. <laughs> Rainbow, Rainbow Six Extraction. Oh, the Extraction was on the there, yeah. Yeah, so that was on there. And that Day was one. like, what was that, like seven months ago? Six yeah, months ago? But they do have little so stuff you're like... you're trying to name things spread like out that. on a service that's like, it's not like consistent with, oh, I'm going to yeah. get this all the time. It's like here and there, I'll sprinkle in a game that I, I'm interested in trying and seeing if it's good. You get me? Compared to like, okay, you're selling me on the new game that I love, which Starfield, hopefully, I was hoping it was good. It's decent. It's going to be fun for people who like to explore. Graphics are pretty rough. Um, certain things are pretty rough on it, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see. And again, my, my point is simple. Play what you love, do what you feel. I just can't agree with the statement that Xbox is even close to premium at the moment. 
Now, can yeah. they get there? And they will they get there? At some point, they should, and they will. And it also, again, it depends. Uh, if you have a Nintendo Switch and you play a lot of it, why not buy their service? I don't think their service is the best. I think they're competing with nobody because nobody's going to get their service unless they have to for a game that they play online or something. But that's sadly, and no disrespect to Nintendo, I love Nintendo, but what I'm talking about is this actual service value. This isn't yeah. a disrespect to the companies. The value for me as a gamer for Switch is non-existent. And it's not saying nothing bad about their games. I love uh, Luigi's Mansion. I love Zelda. I love a bunch of their exclusives. They're doing a great job. I actually think they're doing a better job with their console than Xbox is, in my opinion. But that's a different topic. We've got to do that another day. Nintendo's going to have their conference by the end of the month. So we'll talk about that then. They got some stuff to announce. And I already know more or less what their big hitters are going to be. What I'm, you know, it's not, not news. But I would love to see what they surprise us with. But we'll see. Yeah. End, of the, end of the month, stay tuned for that. We definitely will get into that conversation um, once the time is comes. But as of now, um, some, of this, some of the stuff we talked about today um, were like some big, big news, some big stuff that happened during the week. Um, some of the conferences that went on, some of the games that were revealed. Um, so that was just kind of our takes, our opinions on a lot of that stuff that has happened over this last week. So, not bad, not bad. So, for sure, for sure. I just want to preface something for everybody watching. This is a live show for those that are listening on Spotify. You can come over exclusively on Twitch, Cloudy Chip TV, and listen to us there. Come and hang out, ask questions, and you'll be a part of the show. We're going to create a section for the viewers where we can just engage with you during the show as well. And kind of get into it. We're gonna have segments where are just for us to talk, and then there's gonna be segments where the community is gonna be involved in these conversations and have the topics be brought up. And me and Claudia agreed to disagree on the Game Pass <laughs> being better. I agreed that it is better than Xbox Game Pass, and he said no. And my thing is, uh, he didn't have justifications, and I get it. If you like just I said, the only the only reason why the yeah I, I have to root for the underdog because I feel like they're doing little things that they're that are getting them to the next place. You're a nice person, and not only that, but I do feel <laughs> I do feel like uh like having stuff day one and like especially when you're talking big titles like first like Halos and the Gears of War. Um, of course we need more, right? As gamers, we all want more, and that can only hold us hold keep us full for so long, right? We're talking food. <laughs> that can only keep us full for so long. So yes, of course we want more, right? But um, I feel like, given time, um, and I know we're we're not talking the premise of time right now. We're talking the premise of value at this moment. Um, as of at this moment, like I said, PlayStation has so much to offer with the premium service. But Game Pass having stuff day one makes it, in my opinion, a little bit better because of that day one. But you know, premium is definitely worth it. Um, if you own a PlayStation. You definitely got to get your hands on it. Um, and as far as the showcase, when it comes to Xbox, I felt like they did a decent job. Um, I felt like, of course, that's, you know, they, you know, right now they just acquired a bunch of studios. They're kind of still, they're in the rebuilding phases. A bunch of justifications and excuses. We're talking about today. We're talking about no, today. I, 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 that's what we're going to do this again in a couple months. 
we'll do it again. And then you can tell me this officially. Well, they got this, they got that, they got that. Today, yeah. what do they got? You're making the excuse. This is the problem with all the Xbox. And people this is, and, my, and no, and my, and I'm not, and and I'm not, I'm not Xbox. I'm not. I I do say I I love my PlayStation. I've always been more PlayStation than anything. But it treat you good. But I I love my PlayStation. I've always been day one, good, day right? one PlayStation. I need mine, right? Um, I always been yeah. always except play, Xbox always came second for me. But I have to defend certain things when I see that they're doing something for You're the community. Justifying it's different from defending I'm, and justifying. I feel like they're doing things for the community. I feel like having the something day one, one like pass that is nice. It's nice. Um, but but I'm saying what you're saying about tweak, like oh, tweak, your price, games, tweak your price a little bit because today. and all I can say is that all I can say is Game Pass if they could tweak their price a little bit, um, because right now PlayStation with the premium they offer so much with that and it's crazy because if you're fifteen dollars a month you're looking at fifteen dollars a month for the ultimate and you and you have to buy Xbox to play online let's say you pay. Let's say you pay sixty dollars for your online then you're paying fifteen dollars a month for your Game Pass Ultimate. Um, then on top of the Xbox and Game Pass Ultimate, you do that times twelve months. That's one hundred and eighty dollars, basically. Why ends up happening? Eighty dollars and close to one twenty, right? So you and it's giving you a little bit more. So I don't know. Like we change the price a little bit, um, and eventually like offer a little bit more. You're making a case and, for PlayStation right now. What is going on, bro? I'm you just disagree, bro. No, I'm not making a case for. I'm saying that Xbox just has to tweak the price a little bit. It'll be on point. I, I feel like they'll be in the right on the right path. But right now, they're already doing great, great things. So. There we go. That's uh, like I said. Right, I'll say one thing about I want. I apologize for Xbox, and I feel like I'm a dog in them. Understand? We need competition. We need competition, and I feel like. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the way I look at it is like it. Xbox is supposed to be the best, in my opinion. They're supposed to be like right there with PlayStation. They're supposed to be punching back and fighting them and kicking their ass too. Sometimes, you know, like back and forth, and it's like, and then for me, I get excited because I don't care about all that. I'm gonna pay for the game I like. Right, I don't care what console it has. If it's orange, they can make a purple console, and I'm gonna buy it <laughs> if it's a cool name yeah. on it. I'm not worried about all that extra stuff. Like whatever name is on it, it could it could say Mag's an idiot, and if it has the best game on it, I'm yeah. gonna still play it like an idiot because yeah. that's what matters to me: the game and enjoying it, and that's all that matters to me. So my problem is, is at the moment. Xbox isn't the top dog that they should be, and we know they are. They've been on and off throughout their career, top dog. It's like a basketball team. We just watched the NBA Finals, by the way, and and for the, if you're watching this later, uh, it is June 18th. The Boston Celtics lost to Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors won four in the last about six years, seven years, or whatever it's been. And the truth is, the Warriors meant to be there. They're the a great dynasty it wasn't like if it was a a fluke that they got there they already got there three times before recently and and boston was a new young team that was inexperienced and that's what i said i said boston was gonna win because i live in boston because i wanted them to win but i also said and if you look on my twitter boston is inexperienced golden state will dominate them from the experience alone that's what i said so even though i predicted boston to win i said golden state can dominate with their experience and that being said, that's the same thing with Xbox. Xbox has won championships as far as great games, you know, making you want to buy a console and, and things like that. And they got to get back to that. And when they can do that in the right way without the gimmicks, without all this extra little yeah. funky stuff, just straight up, like, this is game is fire. You want it? Come get it. 
That's it. That's all I ask for. And then yeah. I'll come back and I'll be in the Xbox world and I'll play consistently and I'll, you know, play that for a while. Nintendo Switch, for example, Cloudy. Uh, let's just talk for a second here. So, Cloudy, you, you let me borrow your Nintendo Switch, right? And I played it. I was really into it. I stopped playing it because I actually started, I was so into the game. I was going to my nephew's house and playing their Nintendo Switch. We were playing like Mario Paper, whatever it's called. We were playing Luigi's the whole game. We started playing a lot of games and I got into it. But yours that you let me borrow was sitting on my desk collecting dust for months, bro. And I wouldn't even look at it. And then when I would see it once in a while, I'm like, oh my God, I got to give this back to Doughboy. It's like, you know, people, and I've done this plenty of times. <laughs> I've borrowed something forever. Have I not? Yeah. But let's not get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> I borrowed some things forever and it's not intentional. It's like, it's just hiding somewhere in my house. I got a bunch of nonsense in here and I'm sitting there with a pile of junk. And no disrespect to Switch, it's a great console. I have fun playing in my nephew's house. I went over to their house every day to play these games with yeah. them, to share time with them, help them do their homework, and then we play the game. That's what I used to do for my sister, just babysit and she'll go do her thing. But I stopped playing it. And now be honest with me, Cloudy, the reason I'm bringing this up, be honest with me right now. When was the last time you played the Switch? And don't defend them and try to make excuses for them. That, the last I know time you're I played that right now. No, no, I'll tell you. The last time I played was um played a little bit a while ago. Like, let me see, like last month in March, I think was the last time I actually played it. Um before that was like maybe sometime beginning of March, February, beginning of March. And it was when um they ended up coming out with um what they call what what's that game called? Mario Party? And it was a family game, and we were playing a little bit of Mario Kart, like a lot of family fun games. But Mario Party was the main one. And, and before that, and... what were you playing it? Yeah, so I played it in spurts. And, I, and the thing is, my sister was really into it. Um, so I, right now, I, she has it in her house. And so she's, and she's actually... she's on it too, because she's probably not playing it no more. No, she, every time I went, the last couple of times I went, she was playing Mario Kart and kind of enjoying her time. So... Last couple of times yeah. I went out, I saw her enjoying it. And she, you know, and I know she, she kind of, she don't really play video games like that, but she loves Nintendo. And she loves like yeah, those games, games like fun. that. So family friendly. Yeah. So that would that, you know, that if I had to say that was it. Um, and so I don't play it on the daily, uh, on the daily, but uh, so we can both agree. So it's not, it's not, a, it's not, it's not service. It's not something that I'm on. Not, yeah. It's not on the top two. So Nintendo, separate wait, Nintendo service is trash. Sorry, but they, what they offer is trash as a service. You're like it, doesn't, it does not compete with Game Pass or Xbox or anything. They're trying, but the thing is, is like they keep messing it up. And I don't want to get into it. That's a whole different topic, bro. But That's it's a different like, show. We got to do a whole show. For a whole show just for that because it's crazy to me about what, how many times they trying to implement something that's a subscribe, like a like a like a subscribe like you know you pay for playstation plus you pay for your xbox right game pass or whatever so you have these services and X nintendo's trying to get in on that game but they're dropping the ball they're not taking about they're not they're trying to do things their own way and it's okay to be creative and want to do things your own way but you see what works in the industry you see what's working in the industry and you're trying to do your own thing to the point that it's like what the hell are you doing why are you doing it this way? And it's like, don't scream at me because I'm not screaming at but you. At, but at the same time, it's like, you know what? Let them learn. Sometimes you gotta let kids, you gotta let them fall on their face. You know? 
so they can eventually learn how to walk and then do things the right way so it's like you know what keep falling in your face eventually hopefully you get it right and you might not get it right this console you might have to redo another console to hopefully get it right but that's another that's a tough but, combo but, to get but, into, uh, but i don't want to get into it but that's a whole different <laughs> conversation but um, if i had to say um the service i don't feel like it's worth it i don't feel yeah, like it's worth and it let me just let me just and call you there because so i just buy what? my I, as, as far as exclusives is different xbox um, nintendo nintendo, nintendo dominates when it comes to ips and they dominate when it comes to exclusive they're better than xbox of course, that you can't compete. Not even okay. PlayStation, to some degree, can compete with Nintendo. IP-wise, IP-wise, I'm talking about. Because IP? IP, yes. Bro, have you not there's seen nothing, there's nothing. IP? There's nothing bigger than a Yoshi and a Mario. I'm sorry, bro. It's, it, is, it is transcending to a point that it's it, it, through all cultures. I'm talking about even anywhere in the world, it's a thing. Not only, not only that is anywhere in the world that Nintendo that those IPs stand on their own, like you see, you know what it is. It's to the point that you, you, the way where you put that face or that content or whatever Nintendo brings to their IPs, even music, it's it's so it's it nothing t- comes close or touches it. And I'm sorry, PlayStation is not even coming close to touching Nintendo's IPs. And this is not coming from bro, you being a fanboy or anything. This is just strictly saying what it is. You fanboy, bro. That's why. Anyways, let's not get into that. That's a whole different topic. Stay tuned because I have a feeling this is coming in the near future. We're gonna have a really Yo, deep conversation. Once a, once a Nintendo Direct event is coming at the uh, end of the month. And, all right, I'm predicting. <laughs> let me predict. On another insider information for you guys. Let me just look at the date today. On the 29th will be Nintendo Direct. On a Wednesday, we're going to have a Nintendo Direct. That means on Saturday we can talk about it, which is uh, July 2nd and so on. So we'll we'll uh, get into that topic. It's going to be really good because I disagree with him already um, with the IP thing about PlayStation. PlayStation has the crazy IPs. They basically created they, they all have the greatest good, they have franchises. Good IPs, but give me one IP. They made, they made, they made Final me. Fantasy, basically. Any game that you could think of, Tekken, they're the ones that brought Tekken character, to the world. Character, face, the face. That represents no, the, that rep, an IP, a face that represents the franchise that's bigger no, no, than Mario. IP is a, um, a property, bro. I know that. Bigger than so, Mario. Don't lie to yourself. Don't games. do it to You're yourself. One no, IP. no, no. I'm talking about Mario the... is one IP. I know that, but they... I can keep going. I can keep going. IP. I can keep going. Even no, from, no, the no, goom- let me from the Goombas to the Toons to the Yoshis to the whole world. No, no, no. That's all Mario. That is created. No, no. That, I know, right? but time out. That's all Mario. I understand, but that I'm saying that that alone. It's spinoffs. It's just it's spinoffs it's of, of the one IP. To the music. But we're talking about PlayStation. They got Final Fantasy. The whole music. They got God of Wars. They got um, uh, Tomb, those Tomb are, Raiders. They brought that to the are, world. And those they brought are big Metal Gear to the world. Those are big they brought titles. Metal Gear to They brought Resident Evil to the world. They brought um all the new games like got, uh, Ghost of Tsushima and all that stuff. But they literally, all the franchise that you know and love, for the most part, were PlayStation first, the big ones. You know? Well, but that's a different topic. We'll anyways, get into it later yeah, on. We'll, yeah, we'll get into another day. Anyways. But... It's a long, a long show. It was great. <laughs> uh, I had fun with it. Apologies to the Xbox guys. Listen, yeah, we, yeah. we want this to be great, and we want to enjoy them. We'll play with you. Don't worry. 
once those games come popping, we'll be right yeah. in that console, making it yeah. happen. Besides that, that's my that's my uh, apology letter to you guys. It was a fun show, a lot of good back and forth about some of this stuff. Yep. Agree to disagree. Uh, you can catch us on Saturdays, but also just hit us up on social medias and uh, follow him on, again, you can go to cloudychiptv.com, actually, just to make a public announcement right now. His website is officially up and public. Anybody can go over there, check out some of the podcasts, check out some news. He's actually posting up some information. It's still pretty new, but it's still a lot of work in these, but it's in, in the progress. It's in the process. But it's, it's in the be... process. But the point is, is we got a lot going on. You can hit us up. I know I got a lot going on on my own. I always bring the content as much as possible. And uh, this show right here, definitely I'm a part of it as a, as a host. And uh, we want to keep you guys entertained and have some fun with it. We're going to bring some community stuff for the future. I have some other ideas that I want to share with Cloudy in the future. Yeah, yeah. And it should be a good time. So that's it for me. Thank you all for watching. This is Mad Gamer INC. I'm going to let Cloudy Chip close it out. Yeah, appreciate you guys for kicking it with us. And, and like Max said, it was definitely was a long conversation. But it was definitely worth it. It was one that had needed to be had. And there's so much more like we're going to be talking about in the future. So go ahead. If you guys are not following or not subscribed, go ahead and do that. And catch us on our Twitters. If you want to you know, get in contact with us privately or, and be a part of the conversation, you guys know you're always free. Be involved in the chat. And we can go ahead and have a conversation. And we can talk more about this, right? And we'll go ahead and... Um, and we'll, we'll keep bringing this to you every Saturday at 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time um, is when we'll start the show every Saturday. Um, just to kind of give you guys some insight. As of now, that's the time. That's what it stands. Um, yeah, we'll change it up. And we might uh, have some pre-recorded shows, too, just because going live every single Saturday might not be a thing. So we might have vacation. We might want to, me, for example, go camping for a couple of days on a weekend and just kind of live a little so you're gonna get the show consistently we'll 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 have some fun with it um either way you know we'll give you keep you guys updated every week guaranteed just stay up to date with us through social media so you can know what's happening so we can keep you informed yep perfect all right so i think that is all for me mag thank you for joining me thank you for being a part of this thank anybody who's been watching um like i said be feel free be a part of the conversation and I'll catch you guys. Catch you guys on the next one. And keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. <laughs> All right. I'll see you on the next one. Peace.